Vladimir Putin has issued his ultimatum that European nations, unfriendly nations, not just Europe, must start paying for oil from Russia in rubles. But not just that. They have to open Russian bank accounts and handle their exchange through the Russian financial system. This is something that is is missing from many of the headlines because they're making it sound like Vladimir Putin's just saying, look, 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 buy rubles first. When in reality, he's actually saying you can still pay us in euro, but it has to go through our financial system first. Why? Western sanctions hurting the Russian economy. And this is Vladimir Putin's way of saying we're going to strike back. Not only that, they're pegging the ruble to gold and instantly the ruble recovers. So Western sanctions fail. Vladimir Putin now has tremendous leverage over Europe and everyone is kind of panicking about whether or not he'll shut off gas tomorrow. European nations are calling his bluff saying, nice try. We're not going to play these games in Germany. They're saying this is blackmail. We'll see who caves first because tomorrow is the deadline, April 1st. How amazing would it be if tomorrow Vladimir Putin comes out and goes on a pub- t- public address and he's like, I warned you all I would shut off your gas and April Fool's everybody. <laughs> I was just kidding. He's like, you know, <laughs> it was just a joke. Yeah, I mean, so so hold on. You're telling me they've uh, they've lost. McDonald's isn't marketing there anymore. The big banks left and they went back to the gold standard. <laughs> that sounds great. Wow. Poor Russia. 1980s called. That's horrible. That's horrible. Poor, poor people. All right, everybody. Uh, so we're going to talk about that and a whole bunch of other stuff, I guess. Maxine Waters yelling at homeless oh, people no. to go home, and they oh, yell back, sad. we don't have homes. That's just funny, I guess. It's funny, sad. But uh, joining us to talk about all of this is Brian Nichols. What's up, Tim? Join How you it. doing? I'm good. Who Thank- are you? Uh, who am I? I'm the host <laughs> of the Brian Nichols Show. I'm a, a sales executive, and uh, my role in this greater liberty world has been to take the ideas that we like to talk about all day long. And make us your average person will actually want to pay attention and actually buy the ideas versus just hearing us old man yells at cloud. So, uh, yeah, bring in a little bit of the sales and marketing world, the liberty movement. Absolutely. Yeah, I prefer Excellent. to yell at clouds. <laughs> so does Joe Biden, but yeah, here, exactly. here we are. But, but when I yell at a cloud, you can understand what I'm saying. I'm not slowing <laughs> Come on, man. We're, we're sipping patient. Being, being a wise guy out there. Uh, but no, I'm Seamus Coglin. I run a YouTube channel called Freedom Tunes. We create short satirical and educational cartoons. We release one a week. We released one today as a matter Matter of fact, about the uh, transgender sports issue and how the sort of milk toast conservative ink response is inadequate. I, I think it's uh, funnier than I just explained it. So you guys go check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. I was also yelling at clouds earlier, but oh, with yes. my mind, uh, there was a big thunderstorm coming, and I was like, "Not tonight." Yeah. So I went up there and I dispersed the clouds above me. Yeah, no, you, you were thinking. I was thinking. I did that. Yeah, thinking at clouds. I was thinking hard. I was thinking very, very. Uh, Art- articulately. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just I want to point out real quick too for for many of you who don't know I actually am the voice of Dr. Anthony Fauci on Freedom, Freedom Tunes. Tunes. And I, I I I've been auditioning for Nancy Pelosi so I'm really hoping. <laughs> oh, it is we're, good. we're hoping he gets it. It's a good impression. I mean, if you want to do she if you want to give like the same be on your show. Look, if you want to give away your secret sauce, the whole audience is going to be able to do the impression now. You've lost it. That's good. Cool. Good, yeah, why not spread it? Hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe we got some Nancy Pelosi everyone's, cartoons coming up. Everyone's gonna love my Pelosi and they're gonna say, you should. You well, should. they love it as much as your Fauci. Ooh, I don't know. It's a tough one. The, the Fauci's good. Really yeah. good. Yeah. The Fauci's <laughs> really good. The Fauci is what keeps the Feels light. It's too on. real, honestly. Yeah, it does. Yeah, exactly. It's scary. Yep. Um, Ian, you wanna finish your intro? Yeah, I love you. Perfect. I love that thing. <laughs> That's wonderful. I didn't want to cut Ian off, but I am also here in the corner. People make fun of me because I say I'm excited about our guests, but I am every single night. Stoked to have Brian's unique conversation. Head over to TimCast.com, become a member to support our work directly, and you will get access to the exclusive episodes on, for members only on the website. We have those up Monday through Thursday at 8 p.m. We will have one for you all tonight. And as a member, you are supporting all of our journalists who are reporting the news every single day. It's their job, and they're all very grateful that you keep them gainfully employed. 
So don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends right now. Take that URL, post it everywhere. And let's read the big, scary war news. BBC reports, Russia threatens to stop supplying gas if not paid in rubles. I don't, I don't like these headlines. I, I scoured Google for a headline that was actually getting into the nitty gritty, but it's more than that. Vladimir Putin has signed a decree stating buyers must open ruble accounts in Russian banks. That is very different. Nobody sells us anything for free, and we're not going to do charity either. Putin's demand is being seen as an attempt to boost the ruble, which has been hit by Western sanctions. Well, it's working. The ruble is recovering. But this is more about Russia's banks. They say his decree means foreign buyers of Russian gas would have to open an account at Russia's Gazprom bank and transfer euros or US dollars into it. Gazprom Bank would then convert this into rubles, which will then be used to make the payment for gas. He's not saying you have to buy the oil and gas. He's saying you have to open an account and put your money into it. He's propping up the Russian financial system because of Western sanctions. He's now got the MIR payment system, Visa and MasterCard and Amex and all these companies suspending. He didn't care. All Joe Biden has done with his sanctions is bolster Russia and make them fiercely independent, strong and weaken the U.S. Uh, U.S.'s position around the world. So, um, and you're thanks, 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 Joe Biden. I can't believe that's something Joe Biden intended to do have the reverse effect. <laughs> that's crazy. This that is, is unbelievable to me. He, but, but, he's, he's like, you know, but that, this is what they say about smooth talkers. You know, can't trust them. <laughs> it's, it's he's got not, that silver tongue, but the follow through just isn't there. Yeah, but it's not. It's 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 also that he's he, he tries to walk back or claim things never happened. That, that never happened. Man. How does that happen? None of that happened. Well, the, with the sanctions. I think he was asked by Ducey. He was like the only journalist asking questions. He was asked, uh, you know, these sanctions were supposed to deter Putin and they're not. And then it was one of the spokespeople for the administration. They're like, no, 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 we never said that. Or no, well, I think Biden said I mean, that. Biden well, himself, yeah. But yeah. he actually yeah. doesn't remember. Bro, go easy on him. <laughs> He's like, I didn't say He's that. He's a man alone. That was a but, very telling video. Ducey brought up three things he said. No, that was a different one. Oh, okay. I'm saying that happened, he was huh? asked specifically, you said sanctions were going to deter Putin. He's like, well, no, I didn't. And then there, you, there's quotes from the Biden admin where, where they were like, the sanctions will deter Putin. And they didn't. It's, you know what it is? It's like Blinken and Kamala and uh, uh, Biden are like the three stooges. <laughs> and they're slipping around on banana yeah. peels and, and, and Putin's just going off and doing whatever he wants, man. Every, yeah. You say something once on the internet, a video, it's there forever. Essentially, I mean, not forever, but, uh, but don't, I don't think he understands that because he's from an old generation before the internet. Right, right. Like, remember when Hillary Clinton put on a southern accent ah. when she was in, like, oh. Alabama or whatever? Hot sauce. Oh, oh the hot sauce one, too, when oh, she was in uh, Breakfast Club, right? Yeah. <laughs> she goes, what do you always keep in your bag? Hot sauce. <laughs> no, I have hot don't, sauce Hillary. in here. I carry it everywhere. She's but like, she put on a salt. fake southern accent because she didn't she didn't realize that people record everything these days. She's old, right? Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, you could show up anywhere and speak however you wanted. AOC even did it. You know, remember she she put on, like, an, uh, like an urban Latina yep. accent mm-hmm. or oh, dialect yeah. or whatever? And then she was like, that's just how I talk. It's like, we, we hear you on, on PBS. We hear you on CNN. Like, so you don't talk that way. Right. It's so, Weird. it's, it's, it's creepy. But you know what? You get it. You're a sales guy, right? No, oh, yeah. Well, she's trying to it's reflect regional. the people she's talking to. Yep, but exactly. at the same point in time, there comes a fine line between being your authentic self and being condescending. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we talk about Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, AOC, Nancy Pelosi. If there's one thing that they all, represent it's condescension you know what it is it's, yeah it's like um <laughs> yeah. 
It's yeah. like the the upper middle class lady who orders something at a Mexican restaurant in broken English because she like assumes that <laughs> oh the waiter will be able don't, to understand sentences. <laughs> please yes. don't. Yeah, you're like, please stop doing this. Like, they're not even trying to speak Spanish. They're just speaking English poorly intentionally. It it's like, what are you doing? Yo, senor, yo, necesito more guac. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's broken Spanish. They will literally do broken. They're like, I want food for plate oh you're like gosh. bro you can just talk normally like they'll well, understand you re- remember that yale study that said yes. white liberals yeah. talk down they, they they dumb down their the way they speak to black people mm-hmm. and conservatives don't mm-hmm. that's the crazy yo like here's the thing i don't Democrats dumb down my speech to anyone because like it can't get any can't dumber, get dumber. <laughs> uh, for me personally but these liberals you, are just the so smart they have to condescend down to the rest of us the cdc is calling me right now should i answer it oh yeah this, this the center for disease control. yeah it's probably definitely a legitimate call i'm joking I would say by it's the way probably the cdc yeah um, should i it, it says cdc national immune it's your show i'm just i'm along for the ride hold on i'm gonna try to answer this uh Hello, I am I am live broadcasting right now. Is this the CDC? We're live streaming on the internet. It is. It is. It's actually the CDC. Okay. Uh, we're, 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 we're doing a live uh, talk show right now. Just yeah. so you know, they're like you know, everyone's be able to hear what you say. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's probably that, that, that would probably be better. Well, Otherwise, we've questions. got you know you know a lot of people who are watching. <laughs> All right, thanks, All right. man. <laughs> yeah, call back later. What is yeah, the CDC, CDC doing a survey for? Uh, you you heard did, that? Did yeah. You, did yeah. you like oh, our uh, did you like our services yeah. the last couple of years? Uh, like, what do you think? About? What do you think of the advice that we were <laughs> yeah. giving to the public? <laughs> Scale of one to ten. Like, yeah. Yeah. How much do you how trust sa- the CDC how, today? How satisfied are no. you? With, <laughs> Your yeah, they've been, your tax dollars been going to the right spot lately. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> they've actually been calling me a lot. So. We gotta know Dude, what he and, then, and then if you answer no, you take the survey and you answer that you're not satisfied. They're like, this guy's sick. We, we gotta quarantine this one. Yeah, like round him up. They, they come out in the, like the hazmat yeah. suits, like they're in China. You jump out the window. They grab you, bring yeah, you back in. Yeah. They called me at three fifty one. What? I really want to know. Uh, they called me. Let's see. Let's see. Three fifty one today. Uh, Three twenty today. It's they called me yesterday. What they were trying to reach you about your vaccines extended <laughs> warranty, bro. <laughs> That's really weird. I don't think they called me at all. Did you guys get that here, by the way? Like people going around door to door asking if you you got your vax? No. No. That was a thing in Philly, and it was weird. This guy, like, he comes up to my house, and my wife and I just moved out of Philadelphia, and he knocks on the door. He's like, hi, sir. I'm from the city of Philadelphia, and I'm just going around to check out what people are doing during COVID, see if, uh, you know, obviously you had the opportunity to get your vaccine. I'm like, don't really want to answer that question. He goes, well, did you get your vaccine? I'm like, okay. Well, that's what they're that's what they're calling for. Hundred percent. So, so I got uh, a text message from them. Uh, the none heck? of it was a voicemail. It was a voicemail. And uh, what did they say? I thought it was a scam. To be honest, oh here that's we go. Here somebody we go. messing around. Yeah, they said I'm calling on behalf of the CDC, conducting a national immunization survey about uh, vaccinations for COVID and other diseases. Please call us back or whatever. And they called me. Well, uh, CDC, if you call me, I just want to let you, let you know. It will be live. Yes. And so that's uh, your decision. What up, CDC? I have so many yeah. questions. Anyway, yeah. we were talking about you know what's going on in Europe, and then the CDC called me during the show. I, I, I get I get phone calls periodically during the show. I don't answer them. But with the CDC calls. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I, I thought it was really interesting. Tim's I, like, is there a new disease? Did a new new variant drop? <laughs> what's going on? What if it was Omicron B? Yeah, what if it was like I heard you were doing my voice in these cartoons? <laughs> 
I am sending you a cease and desist. I should be the one making those royalties off of my own likeness. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, uh, I didn't actually think anybody would be able to hear it. But um, that was awesome. Was you know, I, I asked them if they were okay with it. They said yeah, they no. Said no, 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 no so that, 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 you know, respectable, I guess. Such as, but I, I, I didn't know what they were calling for. So I thought it'd be interesting. You know, we do a show. We talking about this stuff. Um, but where, where were we? We're rubles. And, and I think the, the part of the reason why Joe the Biden, ruble it's backfired. But keep part of the reason why the ruble bounded back. Not only did they set up on gold, but it's 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 value is calculated in relative to the dollar. So if the dollar drops in value, the ruble is going to go up relatively in That's value. So as the dollar keep, continues to plummet, as it's continued to be printed, you're going to see all of these other currencies going up. It's relative. actually it's actually a really good point. Um, everybody's looking at the ruble going back up and they're assuming it's all of these things Putin is doing. It could just be all the things Biden is doing destroying the dollar. Oh, <laughs> literally. That's true. Yeah. Biden, the Fed. Yeah, across the board. It's been a blast. Like there's no real, is there an independent way to measure the value of your currency up against something? Well, when okay. MasterCard, Visa, and all these companies pull out of Russia and... That's another part know, of it. It's, so it's, it is diff- it's they, more difficult. They put them in a corner. They say, if you don't, you're going to... You know, we're going to buy your oil with, with euros, but we can shut off your euro accounts at any moment. Like, why would he take that deal? I don't think he's doing anything out of the ordinary. No. no. no I'm not well, saying and, I love it. I'm just saying it's not out of the ordinary. At, when you look at what the, the Biden administration has done from a foreign policy standpoint, I mean, we were talking about this beforehand. Like, it has been one unforced, mitigated disaster after another. Yeah. And I think it's just a matter of, and it's sad to say, but I think Putin looks at it as he just, he has to maintain himself long enough to outlast Biden. And these failed policies until you're, and we're seeing this right now. Your average person's like, this is this is not worth it. I I I mean maybe, but I also think, as soon as Joe Biden got elected, you know you know you know how the, they would do they would do the show The West Wing where it's like that that camera in yeah, front of them yeah. as they walk and then it turns the corners. Imagine that with Putin, and and then you know his his guys like, sir, uh, D- Joe Biden is president. You have four years. And then he's like, let's move. And then they start like nailing out all their plans. Like we're on the clock, people. We got four years to get this done. Because as soon as Biden's out, you're going to get a Donald Trump or, or Ron DeSantis or something. So Putin knows the iron is hot. Now is his chance. It's like the purge for uh, all of our potential foreign adversaries. Like, <laughs> we have like a small window where we can do whatever we want. You think Once every hundred years, the U.S. elects a Buchanan or a, or a Biden. You think Biden's going to run again? I hear that he is. This is, I don't know where this came from. Maybe. Topic, maybe. No. Come on, man. Dude. I walk again. That's Hold on. I'm I yeah. He's going well, to have his walker. <laughs> oh, you literally run again. No, he's not going to do that again. Still <laughs> Biden. He's not holding his hand. How about stem cells or something? Maybe He's PRP. Rich <laughs> all right. All right. If Joe Biden were to run for president for a second term, yeah. yep. it would not be possible. It, mm. it can't work. The first time around, yeah, Joe listen. Biden was calling a lid every week. He was sleeping in his basement or something to that effect. And he could get away with it with COVID. Uh, but I th- that was the that was the reason. He didn't have to go out. But I think, you're, I think you guys are under, underestimating how appealing he is to the American people. Oh. You might he's be right. A, he's a sly devil. Mm. The way he sounds, the way he speaks. The way he sniffs. I get it. I don't know the Hair. way he smells, yeah. I've yeah. never like been close to him, close enough to touch his hand. I, I have. he smells like mung beans or something. Yeah, like. you, know, you know, you don't want to be because, uh, Ian, I got to be honest, if... If you were at an event and Joe Biden saw you from behind yeah. with yeah. your long... Yeah. You don't need to finish oh, that statement. <laughs> I'm okay with where you were headed. <laughs> you know exactly where I'm going. What's the next story? Oh, what are we... No, no, it, this it is it. Like, think Ew. about graphene. Think about graphene. Think I might have to change my graphene. Twitter profile. I've got Biden smelling me from behind on my Twitter profile page. He's like, it's corn pop. He's back. Think about how funny it would be, though. Oh, like, man. Biden would go up behind Ian and then grab his shoulders and go... You're not and who then, I thought. But then Ian would be like, yo, yo, I'm a guy. And Biden would be like, 
I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so Ian, Ian with your long leg hair. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, he's rubbing your legs. <laughs> Ian would astral Joe. project out of his body. <laughs> yeah. That would be it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but in all seriousness, uh, in, 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 in 2020, there were a lot of excuses about why Biden should have run, why he could win. I didn't buy him, mm-hmm. but a lot of people were just, they really hated Trump. Well, now a lot of people really hate Joe Biden. His yep. approval rating is as low as it's ever been. MSNBC is like, despite the booming economy, people, yeah. you know, people don't like <laughs> Joe Biden. But, but imagine Joe Biden running again against who? Uh, that's why I'm like, honestly, don't give him Trump. Give him DeSantis. Yes. Give him yes. DeSantis. Because like they, they hated Trump because he was Trump. People dislike or hate Biden because of what his policies have been doing to them directly. And Amen. that right there is the difference. Whereas if you had Ron DeSantis run, you get rid of everything about Trump that people hate and now instead you can focus on the policies that people loved in Florida and people fled to in mass in Florida because they were trying to get away like I did from Philadelphia of the crazy leftist policies oh you're in Florida now no I'm over in Indiana oh okay so you know what you know I, I think about it though Trump should run because we're at the point now where I'm pretty sure enough people are gonna look at Biden and Trump and go I'm not making that same mistake twice yeah and then not only do you get Trump back in office to be the raging bull storming through the ivory tower, but you could say, I told you so to all of those people who turn around and said, yeah, okay, we made a mistake with that one. Mm-hmm. See, like, I, th- I look at DeSantis though, because whether and like the whole don't, don't say gay bill, which isn't actually a bill that says parental you can't right. say don't say gay, right? Um, he was smart in the way he put that bill into place because he is making the left now yeah. respond in kind to him and say, we want to teach our kids this in school. And your average parent is like, you're teaching what to my K through third yeah. grader? No, I don't think so. Whereas Trump would just go out and be like, what's the headline for the day? What can I go after and smash with a hammer? And now, and now we have a chance to put something like, like JFK. A little bit, yeah. Uh, now we have a p- man, chance though to put, to put, um, Ron DeSantis in front where he could have the chance to lead on policy and get, and get the, the progressive left to answer that. I, I'd, I'd rather have DeSantis to be completely honest because of what the new, the latest news that he's calling a special legislative session. To for the redistricting? Uh, no, for congressional, uh, for constitutional yeah. carry. Oh, okay. Jeez. So, oh, wow. So Ron DeSantis was like, yeah, we're going to do a special session, come in, vote on everyone being able to carry guns without permits and you can just buy and conceal and everything. And it's just like, you didn't have to do that. I already liked you. Yeah. Uh, but I like this a lot. So bring that to the federal government. Yep. I'd yeah. love to see him be like, as president, you know, my, one of my agenda items for this is uh, uh, repealing the NFA. Imagine if he came out and he just issued a, an executive order, a moratorium on ATF action against NFA items. Hmm. I, I don't know if you'd go that far, but, you know, mm-hmm. I let's tell him to do it. Yeah. So let's or, I mean, in all honesty, Ron, con- if you're listening, I mean, the CDC called you. Anything's possible. <laughs> yeah, Maybe really. he's going to give us a buzz. Somebody, somebody said I should have answered the phone as Dr. Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Am I needed again? Fantastic. I'll be there. Do you know who need to change all the policies right now? <laughs> Are you wearing your masks? Uh, no. My concern with DeSantis is that the the media's on a started their smear campaign against them now with this "don't say gay" crap. Um, but it's not that they haven't done it with Trump, so it's like not any worse. But they tried to do it with him during COVID too, and and I guess it, and it failed. Like they really tried to make DeSantis look like he had four heads. He was going to kill grandma. And, and that the, the state was going to burn into flames, but and yet... That's a good point. At, you yeah. even had AOC partying maskless in Florida. Right. Yeah. Everybody can see that the, the progressives and the Democrats are being led by hypocrites and liars. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have people... And, and, and look, the media can propagandize the public all they want. 
people are decently intelligent, they're going to notice that the folks living in the states that everyone is leaving are telling you not to vote for the guy who ran the state everyone has been trying to move to. And uh, to your point, Brian, Ian, I would, or I guess to Ian's point, but bouncing off what Brian said a moment ago, you're correct that the media started a smear campaign against them with the the um, parental rights and education bill, but all they did was make themselves look really yeah. bad. Especially at the Oscars. That was well, really, they, really obnoxious. They... they Brilliant play from the from the Republicans on this one. The parental rights and education bill says no secret conversations, no withholding medical information, and no uh, specific sex ed kind of talk for kindergarten to third grade. And, uh, the the initial uh, bill on the website said pre K, hmm. but the bill itself says kindergarten, so there's a bit of a confusion there. We were saying pre K for a while. I checked the actual language of the bill it says kindergarten, so that's a correction. But also the Florida.gov website does say pre K, so I don't know where that where that split is coming from, but. Imagine now you look at the tweets like David Hogg tweeted this where he was like, here's a quote from the bill. Sounds like don't say gay to me. And I'm just like, but that quote you posted also prohibits straight discussions as well. And I'm just like, I don't understand why these people are so hell bent on having sex conversations with children. Yeah, don't right. say it's sex a, would be yeah, a better name. Well, it's right? such a weird thing to look for in a bill, too. You hear there's a parental rights bill. They're like, but is this going to make it more difficult to have conversations with children in secret about uh, gay sex? Like, we, that's we the need point. to make sure we need to make sure that that's not the case. Otherwise, it's just a massive violation the, of our but rights. The, but the crazy part is it's not about gay it's about literally any anything. Yes, exactly. So like, control. you can't you can't uh, go in Florida to a classroom and be like, "Mommies and daddies love each other and get married." Ah, no, nope, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. This bill prevents that. And the people who supported it, most people support it because they're yes. like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Mm-hmm. That that's big to me though. When you see the polling showing that it's like, what is it, sixty some odd percent supported the parental rights and education bill with the horrendous framing. Yep, that we right. Examined. It means people are starting to break through the lies, which is kind of why I'd love to see a Trump Biden rematch. DeSantis, I think, is better in a lot of ways. To be completely honest, way better. But uh, he is. I mean, he's he's younger. He's he's more in. I think he's more in tune. Um, this constitutional carry thing that's just so fantastic. But what he's doing with Florida is just wonderful. And people are chatting, being like, don't take him away from us in Florida. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but that, that's actually a really interesting. Thing. No, that's a really interesting Trump can be governor of Florida. <laughs> yeah. We'll send him down imagine? there. Oh, my God. First of all, <laughs> I'm in charge. Now the greatest state. But I mean, can you, can you, uh, how much better, and, and granted, I am not downplaying the necessity of having the right person in the Oval Office, but. I do think there is something to be said for this idea that DeSantis is really extremely powerful in Florida. And imagine how much better this country would be if other political leaders just followed suit and behaved like him in their states. If Republican governors in other parts of the country actually had some guts and developed a spine and stood up for their people the way Ron DeSantis has, the country would be so I mean, I think that would do more good for the country than even a DeSantis presidency would. He's got balls. Yeah, is New York ending the vax mandates now? I just I heard a, that. I heard they yeah, did. I yeah. Guess, yeah. So that's in. That, I, I give it to DeSantis. It's because of people like him, yes. particularly Amen. him, that the country has been able to dodge a proverbial bullet <laughs> uh, of having to jab ourselves when now we're we're acknowledging that you don't really need it. Yep. So well, and you, he goes and I don't mean to interrupt. No, James, no, no. But go ahead. like this goes back to and I've been pushing up this a lot in my my program. Instead of responding to narratives, setting the narratives like. And that's where DeSantis has been killing it. He is not mm-hmm. responding to, okay, leftist makes an uh, argument and they're full force. And now conservatives, libertarians, anybody right of center is now playing defense. Instead, DeSantis is playing offense. We're seeing Republicans play offense, libertarians playing offense. 
And now you're seeing the left scramble because they're not used to having to actually explain, wait, why do you want to teach kids sex when they're yeah. in kindergarten? Like that wasn't and in have secret. secret conversations in and secret. have secret conversations right. with children. Right. Now, yeah. now, and I have a, a fun little expression like you use when you're explaining, you're losing. The yep. left is explaining now. Mm -hmm. And now that they're in this, this trap of having to, to unwind this massive web that they have made of just insanity, your average person, and I, I keep on going back to the average person because I think this is who we should be talking to. Mm -hmm. They're looking at what's happening mm -hmm. and they're like, this is insane. This isn't, I don't want to teach my kids sex when they're in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. Like, and even if that's a conversation to have, let me have it. Let me determine when that's going to be. So. All the, all, all, all the more reason why we all like Ron DeSantis mm -hmm. and what's happening in Florida, why so many people are moving there. But, uh, uh, just in terms of, you know, going back to the original subject was Joe Biden running. Mm -hmm. We also need, we need, we need to consider that if Joe Biden can't run for president, that means the Democrats need to announce in a month or two that, cause they're going to have to start setting up their primary candidates. Yep. So 2023 is primary season. And if it's not going to be Biden, could you imagine Biden trying to campaign? He's going to be 80. Yeah, so what you're what you're saying is I need to release all of the Biden cartoons we've been working on within like the next month or so before he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have like a this really great twelve, you know, minute <laughs> I've been working animation on Biden. <laughs> no, I have a twelve part miniseries on oh him. My. Hour long episode. <laughs> Come on, man. You I mean your your be... Biden singing the greatest hits got like how many you get almost to a million, yeah, eight hundred thousand so at this point. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a lot of fun. He's a lot of fun. If not he's, Biden. It is sad funny, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it, sad. It's, it's, it's dangerous too. I, that's the thing. Like, that word's kind of vague. I like poke fun at him. I try not to be too cruel um, because, on some level, it's you feel bad for the guy. His brain just doesn't work. But at the same time, it is really hysterical that everyone is avoiding saying that he clearly <laughs> has dementia. First, they were saying he had a stutter. Now they're saying it's because he's Irish. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. He says Amazing. these ridiculous things. I mean, he, he calls for regime change in Russia because he's Irish, and so Irish. he understands empathy. And I'm like. <laughs> Is that like a genetic Irish thing? Let's send the IRA in, love, man. I, oh my I, God. I'm not, I don't have <laughs> I got a brand new shiny helmet and a pair of kinky None of boots. That. No, I didn't say that. I don't have the same kind of sympathy for this guy because if, if you know, if you get behind the wheel of a car, for instance, and you're blind and you end up killing someone, I have no sympathy for you. I hear you, bro. I agree with you on that, but I almost think he's to the point where someone else had to have put him there. I just don't know yeah. that he's competent enough to have made the decision to place himself in that position. I it's like know. you have somebody in the back seat I, I of the car. You. They're like, they got Joe Biden in the front seat. They're like, all right, there's a, there's a turn up here to the left. Turn. Turn now, turn now. now. And he's like, what? Where? Tree? And he just goes off into the, the yeah. ravine. But like, whose turn is it? No, but yeah, who, <laughs> whose turn is it anyways? Ian, I, I would, I would agree with you. I think my point is more or less, and really what I'm trying to get at is if, if this was anyone else, if I were to see any other person experiencing that kind of cognitive decline, it would just make me, it would just make me sad. I wouldn't really find much to poke fun at, but because this man is literally the leader of the country and everyone's <laughs> trying to pretend that he's not only fit, <laughs> but that he's like the best, they can't just, claim that he's fit. He's like the best president ever. It's a booming economy, according to MSNBC. Why want, don't people like him? Want, and the man can't finish a single sentence without saying something ridiculous or stammering I, I want, uh, or slurring. Everyone, everyone should imagine the emperor, you know, the emperor's new clothes story. Hmm. And it's the emperor who ends up walking down the street naked with everyone pretending like he's not. But now we have social take media. That, take that story. <laughs> take a video take, of take it. That story again. <laughs> And replace the emperor with with Biden, mm -hmm. and not only is the is the emperor wearing no clothes, but he's demented. Yep, and he's like fumbling about, confused, and someone's holding his hand as he goes. Arr. No sympathy for me. You remove people like that from power immediately. Him. That is a yeah. danger to yes, our society. Absolutely, absolutely. No, he should. Could you yes, imagine? He should absolutely yo, be yo, yo. So they're all like, nuclear war is coming, Russia and everything, right? And you know, Russia's going to shut off gas, and they're flying planes with nukes on them. Could you imagine if Vladimir Putin is in his nuclear bunker and he's like? 
fire missile on Kiev. And then NATO generals calls and they're like, Mr. President, Russia has fired an ICBM towards Ukraine. Should we retaliate? Yeah, man, you know, hit Libya, you know, take them out. And they're like, Libya, sir, you know, come on, man. And like, all right, I you guess know, we're nuking Libya. You know what Biden's first reaction would be if he heard that news? He'd be like, oh, it would be disappointment because he's a lame on, man. loser. <laughs> really? Putin? That's a 20, man. Yeah. Listen, listen, when Joe Biden was talking about Syria back at like the G7 or whatever, he kept calling it Libya. Yep. And I'm like, yo, people don't people downplay this. When when Peter Ducey was talk was asking questions to Biden, he said, "It seemed like you said this, and it seemed like you said this." And Biden's like, "Never happened." It's like <laughs> Biden, you're only lying to yourself because everyone in the world heard you say it. Imagine if he's in private with a general. Where should we retaliate? Uh, Libya, man. <laughs> it's like Libya. Are you sure? Are you sure? You heard me. It's like okay, the president said nuke Libya, and then you're like, no, no, Moscow, Joe. Oh, is a journalist going to pop up and go, Joe Biden actually meant to say Moscow? Well, oh, Sam, the generals then say, oh, okay, okay, we'll I change can't, the trajectory. I can't allow you to spread this paranoid misinformation. Joe Biden's geriatric nurse would be there to let the general know he's having a senior moment and that he actually <laughs> means something else. So you the, think they're sending the man around without a translator? You're out of your mind. So the senior nurse is translator. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I know some old – Trump is old and he is spry. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. The, the the thing about Trump is he wouldn't accidentally tell you to nuke the wrong place. No. He'd tell you to hit Moscow kind of early. He'd be like, I don't want to deal with it. If he's going to nuke it, hit him first. He they went into Ukraine. Done it before he invaded. He'd be like, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. No, I, I don't think Trump would have actually nuked Moscow. No. I'm, I'm kidding. But, 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 but there's that uncertainty. Like even Trump was saying 5, 10%. You don't, you don't, you know, this guy's kind of crazy. He's right? like, if I'm honest, a 10% might have done it. Like I might have nuked him. He's like, I was thinking, I'm not, I, I was thinking about it. I was, I really was. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he was. <laughs> or or he just knows how to do the big ask. And he goes to Xi and he goes to Putin and says, do it and I'll nuke you. And Joe Biden can only just say, come on, man. Come on. Or no, you don't got a soul. What he, he claims he looked Putin in the eye and he told that bully, you don't have a soul. As if Vladimir Putin is just this really introspective guy who was like, well, if Joe Biden doesn't think I have soul, perhaps I'm doing something good, wrong. This is a good cartoon you could make, though. Where like in Biden's mind, he's like ripped and he like walks up to Putin and he's like, listen here, chum, you ain't got no soul, no malarkey. And Putin's like, oh, please, Mr. Biden, please. And then like in reality, he's like, hey, you soul man. And then Putin's like, Putin's on the horse. He called me a soul man. <laughs> he's like, I'm a soul man. That's the thing. Putin, but it's like, so what he told him he's mean? You, you told yeah. of the foreign leader is, he's mean? Thank you, Joe. This is why they claim we push Russian propaganda, because we're sitting here making fun of our president, acting like Putin is not, you know. But then he shouldn't act like an idiot. Maybe if our president <laughs> didn't have dementia, we would be making fun of Putin instead. And we made fun of Trump, too. When and we made Trump was yeah, Trump. Being fun of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, Frankly, I was thinking, I thought, baby, today I will at the button. I don't know. We'll think about it. It's just a thought. I didn't say I would do it. Uh, Ian, you Let's, mentioned something earlier. Cause you were saying that Biden will simply say, I didn't say that, man. Yeah. Even though everyone, everyone knows he did, it's on camera. You made a point earlier about how that could just be an issue with members of his generation. They don't expect everything to be filmed. They don't. I, I mean, I find with most public personalities under the age of 40, when someone calls them out for something they said, they're usually embarrassed about it or they yeah. start to offer an explanation. They won't say, I never said that. Yeah, if so I truly I you're onto something didn't there. know that I said, if someone said, you said something, and I'm like, no, I, I don't think so. And they're like, yes, you did. I'd be like, okay, show me the footage so yep. I can verify that you're right here. 
and, and I would eat it. You'd have to. What are you going to do? I'm not going to lie to people. Yeah, but not this it's, it's, it's not, it's just that Joe, <laughs> but Joe Biden, you you, you'd show Joe Biden the video and he'd be like, what, what am I looking at? And he'd be trying to like look at it and everything. And then he'd be like, Joe, this is, this is you saying you would use chemical weapons. And he goes, what? No, I, I, I never said that. That's not like, me. He's going to go, no, yeah. man, that's a, a deep, deep, a deep, deep, a deep, a deep uh, pancake, a deep man. Duck. That's one of them. They put your <laughs> face on it. A deep cake. A deep cake. Deep cake. Deep, <laughs> deep cake, man. I didn't say that. I'm going to, I'm still going to make fun of Joe Biden after he's president too. That's for sure. Well, no, I mean, maybe look, it'll be less relevant. Though. The left ripped on Reagan for decades after he left office. And I remember this joke. They, they said it over and over again. Oh, how hilarious, how stupid that the Republicans had a, a president who is experiencing cognitive decline. It's well, like, well, you guys skip. chose. Yeah, exactly. It's like what well, you guys. That Reagan was towards smash. the end of his presidency. You guys chose Joe Biden knowing he was demented. He wasn't president. That like there was an out, <laughs> and you still picked him. Oh, that was Yo, weird. man, that, that's how. Uh, have you seen? You guys see the story that uh, um, the army is uh, uh, reducing its uh, enlistment expectations? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. The, I, I guess didn't the, know. the commercial about having two moms didn't work. Didn't yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, actually, let me see if I can find it. You know. So, uh, but anyway, my point is kind of wrapping up the Joe Biden thing. Uh, I forgot where I was going with it because now I want to talk about the... the, the well, t- oh, I, I heard that it's because of the botched Afghanistan surrender. Let's call it a surrender because that's what it was. We surrendered all $800 billion worth of equipment to, the, it, yeah. to the enemy Amen. Um, and Thanks. hastily left a bunch of people there. That That's the reason people are not signing up for the military now because they don't trust it. Well, and that's... Did you notice that's when things really changed? Like mm-hmm. the tenor on Biden just like 180. I don't know mm-hmm. what, it, what if it was the <clears throat> Afghanistan withdrawal or the fact that we left like was $80 billion worth of supplies. Well, I thought it was 800 Was it 80 Let me pull this story real quick at this, point, at this yeah. point. We got the story here from Breitbart. Army reducing its numbers in face of recruiting difficulties. They say the Army this week admitted it was having problems recruiting and announced an unprecedented reduction in its number size that would shrink the active duty Army to its smallest size since World War II. Wow, that's great. Time. Apparently, uh, uh, you've got retired Army Lieutenant General Thomas Spower uh, saying the Army has not faced such recruiting headwinds in the last 30 years. I am unaware of a situation where the Army has cut its end strength in response to a negative recruiting outlook. Vladimir Putin just drafted 134,500 people, wow. and the U.S. is drawing down its numbers, being like, nobody wants to enlist. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, yeah. thanks, Joe Biden, I yeah. guess. Well, uh, and not just Joe Biden. I mean, we can definitely attribute it to him, even though it started way before he was president, because what was it, all the way back in 1997? He was saying he wanted to go to war with Iraq. He's the swamp creature like the rest of them. He pushed for all this nonsense, and this is what happens when you go to war frivolously. It's not only a horrifically and barbarically evil thing to do in and of itself, but of course, you undermine your credibility with the American people. So now when we're at a point in history where global tensions really are heightened we don't really have a military in order to fight whatever war might break out and other nations know that but we got to be very serious and specific here how long ago was the two moms army campaign yeah no no no, no, last year wasn't it and now that clearly did not work yeah when you're recruiting three moms we need a commercial with three moms Mm -hmm. more moms yeah. More moms. Yeah. Just More a whole bunch of moms. More yeah, is better. A bunch of moms. Faster, funnier, louder. They didn't put enough moms. I don't think yeah. there was enough moms in that situation. It wasn't no. loving enough. It was only two. I we just keep saying in circles. More moms. First of all, we I need more mom. of them. I had moms. the most mothers. No, but, but, but in all seriousness, <laughs> the army legitimately ran a campaign that was all about diversity, inclusivity, and equity, die cult stuff. And they did that very famous uh, uh, two moms thing. Clearly didn't work. And it was animated like a Disney cartoon. 
which was so strange. Yeah. First of all, who listens to a cartoon, right? right. But also, <laughs> I mean, if you're trying to recruit people for the military, why are you making this like sacrifice? <laughs> What's the role of the military? Yeah, Not exactly. to go sing Disney songs. I know, to I shoot know. Somebody. I was surprised like, that like the birds did, like the seagulls didn't yeah. fly to the ship and start so cooking this, with them. And <laughs> I think it's fair to say, legitimate assessment, the Emma and her two moms has, uh, has backfired on the army. It, they're, it's, a, it's an unprecedented moment where they're drawing down their end strength because they can't recruit people to the lowest level since World War II when they drafted people. Didn't they also Crazy. kick people out of the military for not getting vaccinated? They did. Yes, and now they're they re- removing the vaccine yeah. mandates also, in New York? Let's think about this. Like with the two, first of all, if anyone's going to dissuade you from joining the army, if it's going to be either your parents, it's going to be your mother. Like yeah. odds are she's like, I don't want my baby going over there and fighting. So catering to people with two moms, dude, I, at least one of those moms is going to go, uh, uh-uh, uh, you know, you're my, not going. in my family, my dad actually was like, if you have any creative bone in your body, do not join the military because it will break it out of you. You will, you will lose it forever. Cause he got basically forced to go Vietnam. He was either going to get drafted to the jungle, so he signed up for the Navy and went traveled the world. And then the Navy just, you know, browbeaten, told you're scum, clean the deck, piss ant, all this. And uh, this was my dad that told me that. But he had actual experience, really bad, didn't want to be there. He didn't think the war was valid. It wasn't even a war. The military action was valid. And um, I want to I want to make a point, right? So I want to show this clip real quick, just a little bit, not the whole thing. So there she is, there, you know, her two moms. And she said she was raised by two moms. And that, I, I, I take no issue with that. Absolutely, that's not, that's not what this is about. Although I had a fairly typical childhood, uh. took ballet, played violin, I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. Just like here's Kamala. Here's, here's the point I want to make. Just like yeah. Freedom. Is this a military thing? <laughs> what is this military? Yes, yes, it's military. Yes, military. <laughs> you didn't see, and you a... thought they would break I... your creativity, yeah, and you should have joined. Oh, I should have joined the, the creative arm of the military. <laughs> Maybe I could have wrote movies for the military. They would have said, "Hey, express yourself, Ian." Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt. This is so disturbing. Who is their target market? You want young that, men. That is my point. My point is you can get – no, no. I, I, I'm not concerned about targeting just young men. Uh, if you want to get men and women in the army, I'm down for it. There's jobs that men and women can do. Uh, you want to talk about Tucker Carlson and the pregnant flight suit mm-hmm. thing. That's, that's a little different. But the issue here is the marketing campaign they made targets – no one. Yep. Nobody. Nobody. No, nobody who would like. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It's no, no, targeting, no. No. It's targeting. So no look, one. there. This kind of virtue signaling is extremely over the top. The, the the target market for this is woke, progressive millennials and Gen Z. But these people are not the people who would ever want to join the army. Ever. Yeah. So it's it's like trying. It, it would be like going to a, a fitness class expert level, uh, uh, um, you know, Tai Chi or martial arts and trying to sell deep fried Oreos and, and double scoop, you know, banana split Sundays. These people are going to be like, or, or I'll give you a better example, going to the Olympics during training season and being like, here's a cart full of deep fried ice cream. Well, they give them Gatorade, which has all sorts of food coloring in it. So they really don't care at that point. Like, on, what are you doing to your athletes you, at that You point? can't equate Gatorade with, <laughs> it's with similar fried to, ice like, cream. Like, what's the, why are you selling food coloring to your athletes. Okay, okay. It's, 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 it's a system. little different. Yeah. Another, I hear you, Gabe, yeah, it, it's not great. It's similar to the fried food like thing. like deep fried Twinkies are Way worse. probably worse. Way worse. Yeah, yeah. And so the point is that the army made a commercial that probably insulted their target demographic. Mm. Yes. Not because the, the, you know people who join the army are going to see this and be like, oh, I'm so offended at two moms, but more so they were like, 
do you think this is who, like this represents us in any way? Well, and this goes back to the point we made earlier, right? So when you look at who is, who is the Democratic Party speaking to right now mm-hmm. in their head? But now I, I would say that they actually did have a target market for this. It was exactly who they, this looks like it was for. You're, you're, to your point, millennial, gen, gen Z, you know, rich, progressive elitist. Mm-hmm. And that is who has become in their mind the Democratic approach for target market. But that's not really who your average Democratic voter is. I mean, mm-hmm. if I'm out in Indiana, right, and I talk to a Democrat, they are much more likely to be a New York Republican than they are a AOC Democrat. But you, you said something that I think hits this as well, wealthy. The, the, the people who believe these views, the progressive sect of this country, are well off, up, you know, middle, middle to upper middle class, upper class suburbanite types. Yep. They're the ones who push this. Do you think... That you, you are going to recruit this like 24 year old progressive woman? No, they're going to be like, um, this ad is so dumb because America is totally racist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah, people no, exactly. who hate you are not going to come work for you under contract. Exactly. You need the people who are like, America, yeah. Yeah, you want to target yeah. it to kids that are bullied and stuff like that. I mean, I, I'm not, no, wait, I'm, wait, not wait, what? I'm not advocating. I'm not advocating for. I'm not advocating for propaganda. But if the military <laughs> wants to recruit people through propaganda, you want to target young men that feel disillusioned no. and that they've been victimized. No, 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 no. You don't. Yeah, I mean that's if what I've done. So, so here's why drafting doesn't work. You can't send people who have been drafted to go do very serious things on your behalf because they don't like you. Yeah. Finding people who are bullied, yeah, that's that's a terrible way to, to, talk, to approach people. Well, I mean, let's no, no, be no, realistic. What you want is people who are looking for purpose and people yeah. who are driven. You want to approach them and say, your mission awaits. There are people who need it's you. What, or or go, get the, yeah, get, go his, get the bad guy, kind of. I think that's part of no, it. No, 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 that's no, no. What, what Putin's doing with his military. That's why they've seen an uptick is because he's got the ability to lead with a purpose versus the, the propaganda. Well, yeah, because Putin's able to tell his people, if we don't win this war, McDonald's will not come back. <laughs> like, well, we better go fight. Whatever you say, boss. Yeah, like, imagine. I, I kind of feel like this is what the American marketing department thinks. They're like, millennials like Disney. Let's <laughs> make an ad to recruit them like a Disney movie. It's Let's like, no, you don't understand. And millennials Vladimir. liking Disney means they're not going to join. Right. It's the craziest thing. There are these videos. Um Ment- uh, uh, there's a, I don't know what the right word is for it, but there's a, if you go to like the cringe topia on Reddit, mm. there are people who, who make these TikTok videos where they talk in these really w- weird ways where they like bounce around. Yeah. They're acting like Disney animation characters. Yes. Like when you're watching like a, a new Pixar movie or whatever, they talk like this and they're like flailing about for some reason. Yeah. And so you go on, you'll see that. This is, they're, they're, they think, is that what we want in the army? I, I, I only got to say this. They're going to give away their position. No, no, no. We're like, that, that, that's not what I mean. I just mean like there are people who have become sort of uh, media mutated in their minds, their perception of reality. Yes. It's not an issue of what Russia is doing. It's an issue of what the U.S. is. The, the, the kids who are growing up here have dejected and twisted views of reality, and they behave in very strange and broken ways. It's, it's just it's disparate a cultural nonsense. And the reason why I think we're facing this recruiting problem is because no one believes in this country as evidenced by our own politicians, by the corporations, by woke activism in general. When, when, when you see someone like David Hogg come out, this guy is famous for gun control, tweeting about why parents should be allowed to have secret sexual conversations with five-year-olds. I'm like, I kind of think you don't actually know what you're talking about or care, and you're just saying whatever you think the, the mob wants you to say. Which is the most charitable response to someone who's advocating for that. Right, right, absolutely. I mean, honestly, I think not him, but a lot of these people actually are just pedo, pedo-adjacent mm-hmm. groomers or otherwise. But my point is, I don't want to go off on a, I don't want to derail that far. My point is, 
The United States has no cohesive message. We don't tell our children, this is our mission. So when they grow up, they all are just, hey, man, it doesn't matter what happens in this country. I'll, I'll extract from it whatever I can. The, free, yep. the message used to be freedom, American freedom. And then George Bush invaded the Middle East and kept telling us because they hate our freedom, we got to keep killing people. And it just bastardized and twisted the definition of the word freedom. Well, and now no one understands what freedom is anymore. Well, or and, people and are confused. It's true, Ian. And it's funny because the left sort of saw that early on and they would scoff at anyone who used the term freedom in a positive way because of that. And they would go, oh, you're talking about fighting for our freedom. And they thought it was the cringiest, dumbest thing ever. But now they'll go, we need to protect our democracy against Russia. This yeah, is the, you're democracy saying the is the exact new, same yep. thing. Yeah, democracy it's not a democracy. Yeah. It's a republic. Yeah, but, but that, protect they, our even, democracy. But that's the thing. They don't even use democracy in that, yeah. the phrasing of the way we look at it, democracy. They they use it as almost a replacement for freedom. It just like, means good. Mob, good. Democracy equals good. Democracy um, equals good. good, yes. I think with respect to recruitment, I mean, I have friends who are combat veterans, and I remember having conversations with them after Afghanistan fell, and I mentioned this before, but to us, that was a news story. To them, they have friends who died there, they'd been shot at, they'd really gone through some horrific, significant trauma, and then they just saw it all undone on live television in front of them. Imagine how horrible it is. Why would someone want to enlist in this military at this point in time, given all of that. There yep. used to be a time in this country when the higher-ups in our government who would send young men to fight in wars respected them. And then we got into a period where they more or less were indifferent to them, and now we're at a point in time where the people who send these young men to fight in wars or expect them to fight in wars actively hate them mm. and everything they stand for and everything they believe in. And they're not idiots. They know that. Who, who's going to fight a war for Joe Biden? And on top who's going to fight a war for Nancy Pelosi? Not only do the young people not want to fight, my dad literally had to was involved in the Vietnam conflict and told me to my face, "Do not join the military." Yeah, but that was he drafted or did he enlist? He uh, he was able to avoid the draft because he enlisted ahead of time. He, they were calling the numbers. He's like, "I'm not going to the jungle. No way. I'm joining the I'm joining the Navy." So he enlisted mm-hmm. in an effort to try enlisted and in the Navy. Get, like get a specific MO or something to get a, just to not get drafted into the into the jungle. Like his cousin okay, got too. shot down in a helicopter and died. You yeah. know, or his. My, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, we, no, we, it was, we, it was horrific. Story, and, yeah. and so it wasn't only yeah. that I saw how how dumb it was and wow. chose. It was my father actively told me not to do it. So you, not only do people not believe in it, their parents are telling them don't do it. Yeah. My so my dad was in high school. I just think just to to add to this, and this is so foreign to us, but he told me that like every single morning on the announcements, they would listen to the radio to know which students or teachers got drafted. And one of his teachers who was young and had just started teaching there ended up getting drafted into the war. And I'm pretty sure he died. Dude, you got to study like tunnel rats. They would send these little guys down underground to crawl through these tunnels. Like sometimes they would cave in and they'd suffocate. Sometimes there'd be a guy three feet in front of them in the dark with a gun pointed at their face. Then they'd have to go set bombs under in these tunnels. All the Vietnamese, this is like, this is the war you want to avoid. This is like, and think back to, like, 20 years earlier, you had the World War II veterans, right? And I remember back when I was in school, like, you'd go to the AMVETS, and you'd see that, that you know, the, the group of the remaining World War II vets. And that was the people that they'd have come talk to the school in northern New York. And, like, you'd see, like, them talk about defending American freedom, helping defend interests over abroad, and, like, fighting back the Nazis. And that was something you could get on board with, I think. Like, your, yeah. your average person would be like, yeah, like, Nazis, Nazi equal bad. Whereas you look to Vietnam, and it's like, we're going to go to a jungle for 20 years and do what? Well, get this, shelled. This, this, get uh, shelled for 20 years. This, right. this civil war that's coming is going to be fascists versus pedos. 
The mm-hmm. left is going to scream. Everybody, they're going to tell everyone the fascists must be stopped, and everyone on the right's going to be like the pedos must be stopped. Mm-hmm. Those are the, those are the you know. Have, have you guys seen uh, Operation OK Groomer that's been going around? No, no. So it's not trending though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because basically the meme is anybody supporting the protests. You know, they don't say gay protest stuff. They're groomers, so they say OK Groomer. And it's really triggering a lot of these people on the left. But I, I bring this up not to derail the conversation in this direction, but to point out there used to be an American message, the uh, you know, the Red Scare, the Soviets, the expansion. So everyone in America was kind of unified. You could you could you could get people to enlist who believed in it, and you could draft people as much as many people didn't want to be drafted. Nowadays, the U.S. is split, not just in two. There's disparate factions all over the place. I mean, progressives wouldn't fight for Democrats, but they'll take what they can get in terms of politics. Like if an actual fight broke out, Antifa and Democrats would not be getting along. So when it comes to going to someone and saying, what's your purpose and what's your mission? You know, people in the US are not going to say, I oppose Russia. They're going to say the critical race theory, die cult left is destroying the planet. That's internal. Yeah. The left is going to say the fascists. Mm. They support Putin. Internal. That's true. No, that, I mean, that's a very good point. We talked about this before. I think it was actually a conversation with Jack Posobiec, uh, and it might have been a point Ian brought up, but basically how we live in a system where because power changes hands so often, you can't really achieve anything. But historically, that wasn't really the case because even though the two parties had different ideas, they were similar enough that we could work towards a common goal, though we might have different approaches or have a slightly different vision. It was still possible to like continue along a specific path for a set amount of time, even with a change in leadership. But now it's like a complete regime change uh, in some sense when a new person gets elected, at least with respect to the lip surface they pay the public and what they tell people we want to do. So, yeah, you're right. If you ask most people what the most serious threat is, the right's going to point to the left and the left's going to point to the right. They, who cares about foreign adversaries at this point? Unfortunately, there, there, Though there, you might if you're paying attention. Well, there will China. be some conversation. The right will say China. The left will say yeah. Russia. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I'd be willing to bet if you went to someone unprompted, like a, a political leftist, and you'd say, what is the what is the existential threat this country faces today? They're going to say the rise of fascism. Mm-hmm. You, you ask someone on the right, they're going to say the critical race theorist, the cult. The right may also actually say China, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Which is that's fascist. Yeah. That's yeah. where it starts to, to con, con, what is it? It's something else. It's Confluence. not. It's commie, it's fashy, it's, it's yeah, something CCP different. is the most I mean, fascist communist. country on earth. Yeah. I mean, maybe the United States, but CCP is pretty, all the businesses run through that government. It's excessively fascist. Oh, it fascist. has to, like, just to like, do internet, you have to go through China Telecom. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the United States is fascist. Mm-hmm. It's you know, got elements of with the Federal Reserve. Yeah, but bro, like, national. fascism was something specific. That's why I, I just, I grow tired of using these words even communism it's become so because those are hundred years old hundred year old terms for specific things and ideologies that existed during the you know post-industrial revolution we're dealing with something unique and and worse in a lot of ways yeah it's 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 the matrix there's got to be a different word for it so yeah i still i understand it doesn't apply perfectly in all instances i still tend to use the word communism just because the sort of you know egalitarian dialectical materialism undergirding communism is what undergirds this stuff but Fascism is is trickier because most people who are called fascists don't identify as fascists, yeah, the but there are, are still people yeah. on the world stage who will who identify fascists. as communists. Uh, right. So, like the CCP, call themselves communists. I mean, who calls themselves? Fascists? Yeah, it is, it is socially acceptable among the left to throw up the red salute. Yeah, it, it, it that's just insane to me. It's it's mind blowingly insane to me. I view the red salute and the Roman salute similarly. Yeah, of I course. mean, truth be told, Soviets killed. 
uh, communists, I should say, not yeah. Soviets, but yeah. killed way more people. Way more. But they're both psychotic ideologies that resulted in I mean, Shade Guevara death. gets, like, canonized on the constant from leftists. He was a yeah. homophobe. Right. He was super anti-gay and all that yeah. stuff. And, and racist. racist. Like, yeah. murder gay people? In Cuba? Yeah, he What's put right? blogs. He right. did. He was racist. Nice guy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Very, very but racist guy. That seems like problematic. Isn't that yeah. the word yeah. you use? But problematic. We, like, we, we, we know that the left doesn't care at all about human life, but if we can convince them that the guy's racist, like it might <laughs> Worst them. person ever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, truth be told, if you were like, he killed people, they'd be like, everybody kills people <laughs> exactly. in war. That happens. But he killed gay people. Oh. Like, and they're like, hold on. Oh, five inconvenient truths about Che Guevara from oh, Fox great. News. Well, how's this inconvenient? Oh. He's a murderous dictator. <laughs> I, know, I know. I was just going to say that, dude. Even Fox News yeah. going, oh, how inconvenient <laughs> that Che Guevara did. It's like, it's Murder. not like he's George Washington. You're going, that's oh, unfortunate. Five, five sad like, truths yeah, about Washington. Yeah. In 1962, yeah. Guevara said he killed people without regard to guilt or innocence. Oof. This guy's crazy. Yeah. Psycho, yeah, but he was beautiful, so they loved him. He's cute, but a People, psycho, a little bit. They're psycho. entranced by the way things singing. look. Have you seen the thing re- recently? They're standing young, uh, young Stalin. There's a, look, look up young Stalin. He is. So a, I'm pretty sure that picture of young Stalin. I, I've seen this, and I'm pretty sure it's it's not actually him. I need to double check. But from what I understand, it was like fake it's debunked, young Stalin. and it was uh, because it's Soviet been, propaganda to make him look like he looked better. That's been blowing right up all over oh, social media. I saw on yeah. Twitter and have. Like thousands of reasons. Let's do Operation Photoshopped Fat Stalin and just make oh, yeah. like a really unattractive. <laughs> we got to do that with use, Putin. You want to win the war. That's how you do it. Make him look of, ugly. Of Stalin where he was like waving at that water body of water and they erased the guy. Yeah. Just take that picture and just make Stalin no, no, no. fat. You need, you need young Stalin to be a loser so that they stop yeah, posting this Young stuff. Joseph Stalin. He yeah. looks like, uh, uh, was it Gavrilo Princep, the guy that started World War One that murdered that, uh, he looks like that guy. He France reminded Ferdinand. me of um, yeah, France, the hell's the guy from uh, the Young Turks. Oh, Jenk Uger. Oh, Thank you. Oh, no, 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 no. Nephew. Yeah. Yeah. Ember Hassan. Pasha. Yeah. Oh, Hassan. Yeah, the, the, the fake Young Turks, the not the real ones, yeah, yeah. not the murderous. Not, not, the, not the real. Killer. I see. Yeah. I get confused. The, the ones both called the, the ones, Young Turks. Well, yeah, uh, the ones who were inspired by those who committed genocide, not the ones who actually did it. Yes. Thank you for the ones who initially denied the genocide. Not the perpetrators of it, uh, or, or the ones who have been uh, repeatedly begged to change their name to stop using the name of a group that carried out a genocide and who have refused. Yeah, the Armenian genocide. Hmm. Could you imagine if someone started a news organization called the Hitler, the Hitler Youth? Youth? Right. Yeah. Oh and they also, and also, like the head of that organization for a very long time, like actively denied the Holocaust, <laughs> but, but then later apologized. Like a big deal. But then later apologized, but still continued to call his organization the Hitler Youth. All right. Be like, are you really sorry? Let's uh, let's do a semi-hard segue into the story about Maxine Waters because it's it's sad funny. It's sad funny. <laughs> Rep. Maxine Waters warns reporter over L.A. homeless story. You'll hurt yourself. But the real the real bit here is that she told homeless people to go home. <laughs> so let me let me get there. They say Maxine Waters tried to stop the publication of a news story about the L about Los Angeles homeless crisis this week, reportedly telling an L.A. Tri- uh, L.A. Uh, Los Angeles Times scribe. You'll hurt yourself and the community trying to put this together. Investigative reporter Connor Sheets detailed a March 25th incident in South L.A. where hundreds of homeless people tried to obtain Section 8 housing vouchers after being misled by social media rumors. The would-be applicants crashed an event held by nonprofit advocacy group Fathers and Mothers Who Care, which had been meant to help the unhoused obtain emergency shelter. At one point, Waters told the crowd, I want everybody to go home, triggering an angry response. We don't got no home. That's why we're here. One member of the crowd yelled back, according to the L.A. Times. What home we going to go to? Good for that person. This is insane. L.A. is is the nightmare dystopia we read about as kids that we were warned about. The politicians yelling at homeless people to go home. 
the homeless people just everywhere. Skid Row expanding, drugs and feces all over the place. California is a wasteland. Tomorrow, man. Snopes is going to be like, well, technically, she didn't say which home they should go to. So the underpass a, does yeah, count. Exactly. She, yeah. Think, yeah, she meant their she, tent. She well, she she. You know what I love? She could have been referring to someone else's house. Here's what I love. I love it when these leftists post photos from like the mountains of California, and they'll and they'll say things like those conservatives. You know, smack talk in California. This is what it's really like. If you got money. Oh. Right, exactly. It's like you go to the Palisades and you're looking at the, the PCH, the Pacific Coast Highway, and you're like, look how beautiful this place is. Sure, just like an Elysium. That's, the French-speaking yes. people in their <laughs> yes. space station, I'm sure they're looking around being like, what's wrong with, with our with our, our country? Everything's beautiful here where rich people live. It's like being a multimillionaire receiving experimental treatment for your disease and being like, huh, people claim that our healthcare system isn't good. Holy, <laughs> check this out. Yeah. It's, it's just imagine... It's it's the Hunger Games, man. The people in the Capitol are drinking Ipecac to vomit to keep eating. And they're like, what's wrong? Everything's great. Life is good, huh? Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, uh, people are like living in their own waste I and mean, taking dumps in the street. I guess a, a nice piece of news out of this is Michael Schellenberger, who's been on the show before, is running for governor, California yeah. governor. He? And yeah, he's good. focused heavily on the on the homeless population good. and helping clean it up. Yeah, but, you know, look, as much as I can appreciate it, if somebody wanted to become mayor of a garbage dump, I'm going to be like, bro, good luck, I guess. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because Rogan, he was on Rogan a, uh, a couple of days ago and he said, Rogan's like, what? Just focus on L.A. first. And he's like, L.A. is like, too far gone to start on. We can't, he didn't. I don't know if he said too far gone, but he's It'd like, we'll start small, and no, then if no. we can succeed, then we'll go to LA. It would be. Right. It would be. What, what if he went on Rogan and he was like, "Well, actually, my job, my plan is to segment LA and San Francisco and push them into the Pacific, and then instantly yes. the collective uh, poverty and problems and and everything that's wrong, the corruption, uh, will drop dramatically in 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 California. So you know, just it's like a blood transfusion. Yeah. Well, no, it's like you know, it's like. But with people instead of lopping off the malignancy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We can also build islands. I also, it's so rich too because it's the people from California who have these really big, great, creative ideas about how we can fix the rest of the country, even though nowhere is really quite as bad as California. I think it's too big. And well, it's it's also funny because they're they're constantly complaining about Florida. They're constantly complaining about what goes on in Florida while their while their state is falling apart. It's like, well, I don't know. DeSantis has not indicated any ambitions to try to change how things are done in California. I'm pretty sure he's just going to let that dumpster fire burn. We 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 joke about California kicking off L.A., but what if Ron DeSantis was like, "We're going to separate Florida from the rest of this country, you know, only by a, only by a few hundred feet, so that Florida is sovereign and protected and." We don't got to worry about a moat around. Yeah. Right. Well, a wall. Yeah, like, Full of a gators, moat. dude. Full yeah. of gators. Hungry alligators, <laughs> electric eels. And he can sell it piranhas. as like a, an alligator like sanctuary oh, project. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't feed the alligators he's all in caps. Don't do it. He's done more to conserve. Please don't. Feed the alligators. <laughs> all in bowl, all in caps. Yeah. And then you got to have a wall with a moat with another wall with another moat with another wall. So you, if you go off the wall, you just fall into the moat. Yeah. So this is what's funny because they actually claimed Trump yes. proposed a, a, a moat with full of alligators, which he clearly <laughs> didn't do. It's just the funniest. I just the you know what was, but you know what's an even dumber border security idea: telling them all that they can get free health care if they come here, and like having our politicians argue that we should be well, look, free look at services this. to everyone who crosses the border. Oh, look at, this, look gonna... at this story with Maxine Waters. A bunch of homeless people were told you could show up. And then Maxine Waters just yells at him, tells him to go home. Mm-hmm. So dis, dis, I mean, she's so dis, uh, I don't know, connected, I guess, from, from she yelled, humanity. She yelled at him. She said, excuse me, there's nobody in Washington who works for their people any effing harder than I do. I don't want to hear this. What? No, no, no. Here's the thing. Ma- Maxine, Maxine, 
When you're surrounded by homeless people and you yell at them to go home, and then when they get mad, you say, hey, 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 nobody fights harder than me. It's like, she's like, do you know how hard I have it? Yeah, right. (laughs) Do you know how difficult my life is? (laughs) Uh, I was seeing, did you guys see the uh, California uh, is going to start paying everyone 400 bucks? Rebate tax. Well, it's about gas time. Tax play, they're thinking about it. I mean, talk about it. Just this is another throw of money it's at the. Yeah, yeah. It's about time California spends some I'm money. I'm so concerned for that have. state. I do think it's too big, and it and like the Northern California is way different. It's like redwoods and tree. Well, maybe not. I think there are, are there redwoods in North Cal. I haven't been up that far in California, but it's like lush. Uh, down south, it's a desert. It's they're right. two completely different environments. It yeah. might be worth it. It's true. Might be worth state it. State of Jefferson or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a proposal. Yeah, yeah. New yeah. York State. All these bigger states with the the majority blue. They're they're looking to do that. Let's let's put all cities in bubbles, yes. and their jurisdiction extends within their city and nothing else. That'd be yeah, just, just, just a lot it's of a city state. That's very. If uh, we, you know, it's really funny. Economic like, forum. Yeah, we should we should just uh, we should uh, we should abolish states and go county only. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so okay. our, our all everything should be done by county because yeah. then you'd see how quickly the uh, uh, the progressive agenda evaporates. They ha- they have uh, highly dense populations of people who are stacked on top of each other in in concrete jungles that smell like sour milk, and they all share this you know similar ideology. And then you look at uh, rural areas and it's disparate ideologies, differing views in different areas. Because people are more spread out. Yeah, in the city, you smell fumes, carbon monoxide and stuff. You're constantly, constantly. breathing it in. So no wonder they want a, a gas, a carbon tax and it, reduce emissions. Well, that's what well in Ian, the, I mean, breathing in those toxins, it leads to really good ideas. It leads to you having right, really look, good look, ideas. Look, this is the problem with, in my opinion, the majority of Democrats. When I come out to the middle of nowhere and I see like a pig farmer, he's like, look, you know, I, 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 I don't care what you do in the cities. You know, whatever. I raise pigs. My pigs stink. Don't come out here if you don't like the pigs think. And I'm like, I get it. I won't. The city people do two things. They say, we live in a city. People shouldn't be allowed to make things smell like pig. So we're going to ban pig farming in Utah. And you're like, wait, wait, hold on. That doesn't affect you in any way. You don't live there. And they're like, well, I don't want someone raising pigs near me. It's like, bro, no one's raising pigs in New York. Well, we're going to ban raising pigs anyway for the whole nation. That's what they're doing with guns. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo, uh, uh, Ricky John and, and Uncle Billy up in the mountains of West Virginia need guns because there's predators, there's bears, there's banditos. And you're like, I'm in New York. I have police. Ban guns for everyone. They, they, they look at these problems and think the solution is nationwide for everybody because yeah. they assume everywhere in the country must be a dense urban population. Mm-hmm. Well, then, and then the process of creating their solution, they end up inevitably causing more problems down the road. So they ban pigs, right? And then like five years later, they're like, Pork why, is ham, yeah, why is pork and ham and bacon and everything yeah. so expensive? So, so then, yeah. then they pass the pork subsidy and start giving out checks to people to be able to buy pork, not understanding they caused the problem in the but first place. But they got to ship all the pigs to China first so we can get our pork from <laughs> China so we have to smell it over here. They're like, yep. they're like, first of all, it is an ethical abuse to kill pigs. We will only eat pigs killed on Chinese soil. Then they send yeah. the pigs over there. Now my soul is clean. To make this real, this is literally the conversation that is exactly happening with the, the, the gas. Yeah, like, exactly. This is literally what's happening. We have been told that we can't have an American uh, oil supply because it's going to kill the environment. In return, we need to release a million barrels from our strategic oil reserve. And also, we're going to keep on buying foreign oil from, we talked about Venezuela? Yeah. A country that hates us and is They're a socialist dictatorship? Well, like, but it, em- empowering Venezuela is a good thing. It's a good thing. Oh, it's brilliant. Okay. Today? The, yes. um, there was a really good Babylon Bee headline, Biden plans to sell Alaska to Russia so we can drill for oil there. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. Well, this is the current state of America. But I, I, I do have confidence, you know, that... Uh, Freedom is winning. 
Yeah, as human ingenuity is, is amazing, dude. It's amazing. But for hundreds of thousands of years, I mean, I, we only have recorded history for uh, like 10,000, 8,000 years. Yeah. But man, amazingly oh, how they overcome. But I mean, you do see empires overturned and conquered. And, and they, they don't really talk about the death that comes along with that because it's all those people died. They didn't get to write the history books. Like, it's not a popular thing to to remind people about. But that's the part of this that I don't I don't want to see. You Isn't know, weird you know, how, and I don't mean to interrupt, but that's how Biden keeps on going back to this, too. Like, well, when we write the history books... How do you want to be remembered? And like that seems to be a recurring yes argument. You notice that? And like all the time. Yeah, but it, it's, it's very Hegelian. Yeah, it's, it's going to be really funny when in fifty years there's going to be a teacher talking to the kids in in their digital like you know hologram class, and they're going to be like, "Who can tell me about the leaders of the twenty first century?" Ooh, ooh, me, me. They were vapid, self interested egotists who are desperate to be acknowledged by us in the future. That's yep. correct. And what do we say to that? Those people suck. Yeah. Dude, that's so true. They're such pick me's. They're like, come on, future people. Tell me I was great. Future tell me I was people. good. Yeah. That's oh, really yeah. what it is. That was like, amazing. Yeah. I think, they, oh, what are you saying? Biden like grabbed the wheel of the car because he, I think he was like, I got to do this for my own posterity. And then all he's doing is ruining his own posterity by being, um, you know, unqualified essentially to run the country at the moment. You know what it is? Look, I look at Japan when, uh, the, the Fukushima, uh, Fukushima reactors, you know, melted yep. down or whatever the disaster. A bunch of old Japanese, a bunch of Japanese seniors were like, I've lived my life. I'm going to sacrifice myself to save the next generation. And these elderly people were volunteering to go into the reactors to try and get under control. And many of them died. I actually, uh, the, the, the fixer that um, guided me and Luke Rudkowski into Fukushima, she was a bit older and she was bringing journalists and people in there to so that people could find out what was going on. She died of cancer. Wow. So these are the older people being like, no, 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 it's fine. Like she wasn't even that old, you know. But these are people who are like, I've lived a long life. I'm going to do what I can now because if I die, the younger generation will survive. They used to have to I like, look at I look at what's going out in in the United States and in Europe, and it's the opposite. Exactly, yeah, it's opposite. old people being like, children should be should be restricted and put in plastic boxes so that I'm not inconvenienced. It used to be should be, be vexed if they're under the age of five. Like keep there, grandma safe. There was a kingdom of heaven. Like it used to be that you believed that if you died doing something righteous, that you'd be rewarded. And they told us that because they probably wanted people to live like that because it benefits society. If the old people will sacrifice themselves for the young people, uh, it's very natural. No, and, I think it was an emergent phenomenon. I don't think there, there, there's people who believe that religion was like powerful leaders who were like, I must trick the people into believing there's heaven. No, I think people genuinely believed that. Like, yeah, because you get the DMT rush at the end of the, life the where people, they're like, I see no, no, the light but, at the but, end but, of the tunnel. But look, it's actually really simple. Outside of any theological argument or anything like that, if you take two groups of people, one believes in being righteous and honorable and the other doesn't, which one is more likely to survive That's a good a point. catastrophe? Because the, in, the, in Japan, they, I don't know that they're necessarily Christian. Were they? Did they do this? There's some sort of honor code, apparently. They have, they're, they're, it's a very honorific culture. Well, that's – yeah, yeah. I mean – They used to they used to commit suicide like – I'm not going to pretend to be a historian on Japan, but you know people understand Seppuku. the memes about seppuku. Yeah, seppuku. And uh, the idea seppuku. was if, if, if you failed or if you were dishonorable or something, you'd take your own life. Now, I think that's kind of horrifying, but imagine what happens then. If you have a group of scoundrels who are out for each other and are warring with each other, and you have a group of people who are like, I'm going to sacrifice myself for the greater good, which one survives in the long term? Well, this goes back to the point we brought up earlier about education. That's why there's such an intense approach right now on the left to control what is and is not taught in government schools. And it's because you see the kids who are raised by their parents who have more of the religious backings, 
they're getting taught this at home. The, the, the idea that there is something beyond you in this present. There is a future that you're building for that you're not even going to see one day. Whereas if the left can take that and get rid of that in the government schools at a young age, then they're basically undoing the work that the parents have invested. And it's, it's setting up to, to your point, the, the worldview that goes into that instant gratification without thinking of the posterity. What comes next? There, there, I feel like the Democrat side, it's obviously not literally every person, but it's the overwhelming majority, are the people who are like, I hope future people like me. That's why they always say, you're on the wrong side of history. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not motivated by what future people think. You know, imagine being someone in, in China in the early 1900s. Yeah, you were on the wrong side of history opposing the, the murderous regime of, of Mao and the yeah. Gang of Four or whatever. But uh, today, you're now on the right side of history, or at least to us. I'm sure in communist China, they still don't like those who, you know, resisted. They don't like the the government of Taiwan, the actual government of China. But that's the point. I don't care what you think the right side of history is. If these, if these, you know, um, uh, die cultists end up taking over and it gets bad to the point where horrific things are happening in this country and I end up leaving, I'm not going to be going around being like, I guess I was on the wrong side of history. I'm going to be like, my country was taken over by psychopaths. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh man, I wish I would have been on the right side of that one because, like, just because you lost doesn't mean you're but on think the wrong about, side. But 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 listen to how realize how they think. Then yeah, there are legitimate legitimately there are Democrat activists who thought it's not right, but it will win. That's why they decided to opt to supporting die cultism. Hmm. Well, I just want to say if. I were teleported to the future and everyone was transgender and it was a communist country where children didn't pick their identity until they were 12 years old. I would just make fun of them. I would hope they didn't like me. I would hope they didn't consider me mm. on the right side Or just right go back in time and say, but, we got to fight for what we believe in. Yeah, but I guess my point is there's actually an arrogance to saying, I want to be on the right side of, the his- of history, not just in the sense that you are presuming that you would be for doing what you're aiming to do, but also you're judging all of the past and saying, well, if we as modern people liked what you did, then you were one of the good guys. So my aspiration should be to have future people judge me well. Well, who says moral erosion doesn't occur in some areas? There are things we look back on as being horrible that were actually better. And there are things that we look on today as being wonderful that are actually horrible. Imagine siding with some politics just because you think it's the one that's going to win. Yeah, like I'd rather be correct. Imagine, could you imagine being someone who like made very popular YouTube videos and like song parodies and then ended up taking them down because you were scared that, you know, the left would, you Mm. you, you get banned or they would, they would come after you and that you, you genuinely just thought it's not worth fighting for these things I think are true because I'll lose. Imagine being that kind of person. People are scared too. I mean, I, I went up so... As you mentioned earlier, my day job, I'm a sales executive, and I do a lot of talking about business technology, cybersecurity. And I went up to Wisconsin. I was talking at a small business owners conference, and um, we were just talking about cybersecurity stuff. And at the very end of the Q&A, this guy comes up, and he's standing there, and uh, he goes, Brian, you're, you're very political, and yet you also do a lot in the private sector. How do you bridge the two worlds? And it kind of caught me off guard in there for a, a conversation about cybersecurity. And I was like, honestly, like at the end of the day, you just – you just got to be your authentic self and like say, this is who I am. This is what I believe. And I just, I firmly believe that good people will find good people and that good people will bring out the good in people. So instead of hiding what you believe and, and keeping that back, I think we should lead with our values, lead with our, our ideas and, and focus on building things that are 
outside of the the traditional mainstream, getting away from the explaining, right? Yeah, good ideas don't require force. That's right. Um, available at briannicholshow.com forward slash shop. And if you wanted to create a better future, the opportunity is there right now. You you can start to build these solutions. I mean, I had a guy on my show. He's the CEO of a pediatric cancer research company. And they have not only created a system to get donations through cryptocurrency, but now they're using blockchain technology to help increase the research efficiencies of, you name the, the focus. And he's talking about how their Chicago schools that are, that they do research and how they were getting siloed into, you know, I'm focusing on this project, I'm focusing on this project, and they're a mile apart from each other. They're doing the same project. They had no idea this entire time. So taking it out of these silos, putting it onto blockchain and now creating an open environment where we can get things advance faster, research done more quick. And, and we're seeing more people's lives being saved as a result of that. And that's all because somebody decided I'm going to go by my values. I think that blockchain and NFTs has a, a amazing opportunity to just change the game. And they, they, they jumped on that. And now they're actually making things better. They're saving little kids' lives. That's a big deal. I figured it out. The right, the libertarians, whatever, need to make the metaverse first. Yes, that's what we're working hmm. on. I just saw a little Man. prototype no, that, that's on Wednesday. That's their plan. They want us to ghettoize ourselves. No, 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 it's no, just no, no, same with no, what no, Elon's no, doing no, with no, Neuralnet. No, no. When they, so they control all the big tech spaces. Conservatives have ceded control. I'm, I'm kidding, by the way, about this. But, yeah, but yeah. my point is, the the right, the libertarians, have ceded control of of our current economic system, internet and social media to leftists and Silicon Valley. So whether it's metaverse or whatever, my point is the right needs to start getting active and paying attention to what's going on. Web three. Yeah. And building things now. I'm yep. glad that Elon's doing the neural net. We talk about it and everyone's like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna, but it's good that it's him because that dude open sources his Tesla patents. Yep. If we can really? see, yeah, if we can see it's a, all your patents are belong to us. If you look it up online, uh, I don't know if it's every Tesla patent, but it's a bunch. So someone like that, build the metaverse, free the software code. Or that's what I'm looking for. That's why we're working on the metaverse with our current project, with uh, this charity that we're starting. Okay. But we need to do that. Before, I was just like, let's just let it happen. Let's beg the authorities to make them open source their code. That's not – I'm not an authoritarian. I'm not a, I'm not a fascist. We got to do it ourselves. So let's do Tough it. Tough call. Who wants to go in the metaverse? I don't. I do. But if you build it first, you can prevent – these these wackos from doing all the evil things they plan on doing, but, which is basically the standard, tracking. Can you? Because yeah. they could make their own, couldn't they? They could, well, but you yeah, can now accept the stuff. standard yeah. of what is acceptable and what people. Mm. I mean, think about it. We we look and judge, for the most part, streaming platforms based on what Netflix was, right? And that's what the subscription model turned into. But the interface, not the ethics. Correct, correct, hundred percent correct. So like we can do that though in terms of setting the the, the groundwork, almost again setting that narrative, and then. Either somebody else on the left would have to build something better that's going to attract more people, or they have to react and, and change behavior. So I think we can we can almost do both. If that makes sense? Yeah, you, I'm not sure. You think I'm that we sure. can build uh, comparable technology and then change the behavior of Absolutely. what they? Yeah, I you guess, can because once I, you control I, the tech, you can decide how the user interface looks and slightly guide people's behaviors. I hear what you you're know, saying. Question is it ethical or not? But yeah, that's what you can do. Well, and yeah. the left is doing it right now. Yes, and that's, Mark and Zuckerberg that's is overtly yeah. doing yeah. it. Yep, yep. yep. one hundred percent. Well, and that's the thing, right? With these social media platforms, people are already living online. It's a very disturbing thing. 
it's like we're in the matrix, but we're profoundly disabled because our only interface is this, this screen thing, yeah. and our fingers to type with. And if people do end up integrating with the metaverse, they're going to look back on us and go, how sad and insane. Uh, Ian, you, your analogy was it'll be like Morse code to them. They just won't even understand how we could have such a, a well, limited here, interface. But I still think it's sad. I think we should try to spend as much time in the real world as possible. I agree. But um, if metaverse in any fashion, be it Neuralink or just VR headsets, becomes just dominant in economics. Why? Remote work, for instance, makes yeah. it a viable Huge. option. Yep. And the right just says, no, no, people should spend time in reality. Well, that's not how people are actually yep. going to respond. That's not, you know, obviously you might want it to happen, but it doesn't mean it's going to happen. That's also because... So what you can do is you can make a preemptive technological strike. And then when people do typically adopt this tech for, say, remote working, you own the means. And you, you can actually say only two hours a day. So then the conversation isn't yeah. whether or not Elon Musk is going to build something else or buy Twitter. It'll be there already. Basically, right. mine's yeah. software code is available to take and build on right now if Elon wants to do it. What's yep. easier, to storm the walls of Rome or to go there before Rome was built, plant your flag, and then say, "We're you know, this is our land. Yeah. It's easier true. before, you know, so it's easier to claim the territory oh. before, the before you know, someone else builds up their fortifications and things like that. To argue your point about rather spending time in reality, what the argument you're going to get back with that is the the metaverse is reality it's just a different way of seeing reality it's another kind like tv shows are real they're just not bro, i don't know what you call this base reality i don't know how to how to reference this, this is real well it's all real it's just it's but they're ar- dramatized reality yeah so so when you're looking at an event that happened in the real world there's a reason we create this distinction about whether something is based on true events when we're watching something <laughs> in media even though that term is also very much abused it's because there is a significant difference between something actually occurring in the world and a story that someone has told playing out before you in a simulated manner Ooh, that's a good and argument. you need you need to watch these videos from tiktokers who are they they do these really we, we mentioned earlier in the show where they like if you watch a pixar movie mm-hmm. people don't just talk they bounce when they talk. So, Ian, you have to understand. And that's what they do on TikTok. They do this weird, like, and they do side talking on their mouths and they, like, eye twitch. Metaverse will amplify that 1,000 fold because these people are putting on a performance in their phones. They probably don't go and actually do that to, reg- to like, regular people at the gas station. In the metaverse, they'll be doing it 24-7. That's a great point. They'll be raised from five years old around people doing that. And they'll come out. And here's what you need to understand. When we watch these cringe TikTok videos, we understand what they're doing. You know, smart, sane people say, yes, you're emulating a, a, a an animation character from like Frozen or something. Mm-hmm. But what we don't understand is when the metaverse drives this to, you know, a thousandfold. And this becomes works, normal. <laughs> it, no, no, it's not going to be people bouncing around. There's a connection between base reality and movie characters bouncing and then humans adopting it. But what happens when there's a rapid expansion of this bizarre behavior? You'll 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 have people just going like twitching and 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 shaking and uh, people. On, uh, how, how about this one? Young girls on Instagram were getting fake Tourette's. Yep. There was a viral story. Yes, that's they were huge. Gener- they were getting Tourette's yeah. because they were seeing it. And and what's going to happen is I have a friend in psychology who's explaining this to me. Imagine yeah. imagine this right now. We know what Tourette's is. Let's say in the metaverse, a world develops one block at a time. That results in people who have this weird tick where they just start like screaming, screeching. So what I mean, yeah. the easiest way to explain it, I suppose, is the Tai Chi Hitler video I bring up all the time, where these these companies were trying to make algorithmically manipulative videos that YouTube would promote them to babies. You end up with the Incredible Hulk and Adolf Hitler doing Tai Chi while they sing nursery rhymes. 
to a, to a regular human, you're like, what, what is this? This is psychotic. Weird but, fever the, dream. but the algorithm put these pieces together to manipulate the code. Now, if you live in the metaverse and you're exposed to that a thousandfold, you're eventually going to walk out going, <laughs> and yeah. they're going to be like, what is this guy doing? And they're going to be like, it's just a thing they do in these shows in the metaverse. Regular people in the real world are going to be like, yo, what's like, wrong with what's this wrong guy? with these people? Well, already when we watch these TikTokers bounce around like they're in a Disney, you know, cartoon, we're like, something's wrong with these people. Imagine if it's cranked up a hundredfold and they're just going, ah, mm-hmm. ah. I mean, we can't communicate with each other as it is. Just imagine what's going to be like in 20 years. Yeah. When you yeah. look at Roblox, what's happening is the kids that are in Roblox in the, in the metaverse with that system are also building it as they're in it. So you'll see, uh, uh, basically a rapid rapid expansion or um, compounding expansion of change right. in those systems. So if the, the people with fake Tourette's are actually the ones that are also building reality as they're, exp- then they'll create like a Tourette's ridden reality that makes you get more Tourette's and then it, it could exacerbate it's like a feedback yeah. systems. Yep. It, you know, so, people are going to, well, people will rapidly start speaking very differently. If you, if, if the meta, uh, if, if metaverse becomes something more prominent, people will build pocket communities very much like a discord or whatever. But if you can experience it via Neuralink, man, then people are going to stay in those communities. They're going to isolate. And it's going to be like after the fall of Rome, uh, uh, the, 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 the Latin language splits up and becomes the, ro- the romance language is a bunch of different ways. And now you can't even communicate between them to a certain degree. You know what else happened in Rome is they split the empire in half because they couldn't control it. It's just basically like the metaverse and base reality. If we split like that and you have the Eastern Roman Empire and the Western Roman Empire, which is now the world and the metaverse or the universe and the metaverse. Check it out. Already, because of the internet, we're speaking two different languages. Mm. When we say racism, we're talking about prejudice based wow. on race. The left is talking about systems of pressure, you know, prejudice or whatever from the dominant groups. It means something totally different to them. Yep. Amplify that. These communities isolate further. They go into private servers. They go into metaverse. You will create two distinct languages over time. Mm-hmm. Maybe even more. Yeah, probably yeah, more. It's how you end up with, you know, again, you know, Rome. And then when it falls, you have the Romance languages. They're all very similar, but very different because they all end up getting isolated from each other. Yeah. And, and to sort of tie it into the interesting philosophical question you posed earlier, which is why and how do we differentiate between reality and narrative and what goes on in the metaverse? It's important to remember that the strongest teacher for humans, generally speaking, is experience. Yep. And so if someone experiences something or believes they've experienced something, it's going to influence the habits they end up developing. And we see this even with film and television. When you're sitting in front of a TV set, I mean, it's obvious that you're not in it. You're looking at a screen in front of your face. You're watching the main character. It's not being seen from your point of view. But we live in a country where basically everyone has main character syndrome right now. And they think their life is some kind of strange soap opera where they're the main character. And so... People have begun to interact with the real world in these bizarre and disordered ways just because of how much attention we place on fiction uh, relative to what we should place on it, which is significantly less. And um, if we get the metaverse up and running, it's just going to be that multiplied well, to degrees I, I couldn't even predict. Right. I, I agree. It's the craziest thing to me. How many millennials have main character syndrome when I'm obviously the main character? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, how could they not realize that? There's, uh, there, there's, well, and to be fair, it certainly didn't originate with millennials. I mean, solipsism is basically just the pretentious philosophical yeah, way of right. saying you have main character syndrome. But Did even that's imagine? a little different, though, because main character syndrome also touches on the way the narratives are structured and how you place your life into that category. Like you're on the hero's journey. 
Could you guys imagine if Seamus was the main character? I think he is. And I, I am. Thank you. But it's yeah. all in Freedom Tunes World. That's, exactly. <laughs> That's the metaverse. Little do you all know. We we are actually just a show in the Freedom Tunes world. That's it. They watch I us. Love it. Oh. We get a glimpse into them only sometimes. Why is this so funny to you guys? Seamus' brain. He's like, of course you are. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Come on. Freedom Tunes. That would be sad. Um, Here's the thing. If I was the main character, that would be very depressing. I think I, I got I'm the best this universe has. Not get out of here. I got a list. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to live in that universe. <laughs> I, I'm know, flawed, but like I'm the most interesting person we can focus on. Come well, on. not yet. You're growing into that. That's <laughs> okay. the journey. Yeah, but yeah. doesn't the show have to start with the main character being interesting? No. Usually you see their great flaw, which for you no, is no, no, being Irish. On. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I in love I, I'm Irish too. Uh, so you know. in, 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 plastic patty. in Rambo, <laughs> uh-huh. do we see 20 years of Rambo's growth? No, no, no. The movie starts where it starts. He's the main character. So what you need to understand, Seamus, is that whenever the, sh- the movie that you're in finally starts – Probably when you're 35, you're going to be super ripped with like your sleeves torn off and a bunch of guns. It's going to be post-apocalyptic. And you'd be like, the name's Seamus. And I'm here to save you all. And then they find out like you're also Catholic and they're like, and you believe in God and then you can deliver the wisdom of the ages. And and, and, a good story. I mean, to get really deep here, but what is at its fundamental base, the, the hero's journey? It's the story of the hero being successful, but overcoming some major event. And we see, we see this a lot. It's kind of hit me where, People have created the trauma, whether it's real or not, in their lives so they can feel that I have overcome this terrible thing to yeah. be my hero. Mm-hmm. And and they look for trauma. They look for the bad things in order to justify their hero's journey. Amen. Well, that's true. And also, another really insidious thing that's happened is people expect their problems to be solved much more quickly than is reasonable. Instant so you're gratification. Always saying, well, I mean, it's instant gratification. It's also the fact that when you watch these television shows, if it's a 22-minute long program, the problem arises and it's solved within that neat little three-act structure. People also don't understand that change can be irreversible. It took me a while to understand this, and maybe that's just part of being young. But as a kid, it just seemed to me that everything was reversible. Everything could be undone. I had to learn the lesson as I got older that that wasn't true. And I didn't watch a whole lot of television. That could just be something that's built into humans and we have to learn. But I suspect not. I I think it's the narratives uh, that that were fed that program us that way. Didn't they denature an egg? Denature yes, an they, egg? They, a protein had a chemical change. Uh, an egg was cooked, I think, and the proteins fold or something yeah, like they, this. They, I don't want to misrepresent they, this. They turn an egg into a hard-boiled egg, and they were like, t- the, the general idea is, you know, you can't reverse this process. A chemical reaction, yeah. And then they figured out a way to actually reverse the process. Mm-hmm. So that's like you could undo burns, maybe, theoretically, with this kind of technology. It's pretty cool. Interesting. So Yeah, yeah. But there's still a lot that we can't undo. But let's say you're in the metaverse and you have a save point or undo. a reset button. Yeah, yeah. Control or, X. or a, 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 a time stone or something. But this has happened to me, right? Like I spend almost all of the time that I'm doing anything artistic, doing it on the computer with my drawing tablet. Dude, I have been drawing with a pencil and paper and have literally thought I have to like I have to hit the undo button Control and then realized, oh my yeah. gosh, I'm not using a computer. <laughs> you know, I, I just admit it. How amazing would it be if you were like a business meeting and you accidentally said like you're 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 like, look, when we approach this or orgasm I, I mean organism. Oh geez. All right, <laughs> no. I'm just gonna load my save state real quick. And <laughs> when you are approaching this organism and that's a day people would do crazy stuff. Have you ever seen someone play Skyrim and then reload their game after they go into the city and just take <laughs> wait, it? Wait, 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 wait. Imagine this. In the metaverse 
There's a bunch of other people who are there and some guy walks into your office and then you see him pull up and he goes, quick save. And you're like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, you know, you know, be hilarious. This could, this could actually be a good, like, little quick short save. film. This could be a good little short film, but someone's in the metaverse for the first time and they think by pressing restart, it like actually restarts it, but it actually puts everyone back into their starting position. But of course, because there are other people in the metaverse, they have the memory of what you just yeah. did. So this person keeps screwing up and restarting oh, no. and doing all these absurd things. They're like, dude, dude we, we, we didn't it. forget that you did that. This would, actually, here's how I'd approach it. It's uh, uh, the person who goes in the metaverse for, for the first time thinking it's a single player game. And so they're going around and they're saying really awful <laughs> oh things and they're, they're like, like ripping their clothes off. And on Twitter, off. they're tweeting they're about it, but they don't people. know because they're in the metaverse. They're yeah, like, and everyone's guy won't like, stop. and then, you know, you're in the metaverse where you can't actually harass people in these ways. And so then it's like, you're, you have been banned. I'm like, what happened? And they pull up their, their meta Twitter or whatever. And it's like, everyone's posting videos of you. And it's like, oh no. Oh I want to weigh in on this main character syndrome. Firstly, I think everyone is the main character. You're the main character and you're the main character. It just, it was yeah. the main character. It, I, I am. And so are you. It, it's not logical, but it is real. We all have this perception that is dictating character. our reality. Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of stuff with Marvel, these superhero movies have put this in people's brains that they're heroes and villains and that there's a, like you said earlier, a show, you know, you wrap it by the end of the show and it starts again. Also, I feel like Donald Trump did a really disservice to the species when he started talking about winning and losing so much as a candidate. Mm. Like it was never about winning to any candidates before him. They never talked about, we got to win. It was about doing what's right for America. And he came up and it's like, no matter what, we're going to win. And now you see that all over the place. People want to win and they do dirty things to win. And it's not about that. We all win if we work together. I I think, I think, Donald Trump's the main character. He's and definitely he the main be, character. And, 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 and we're all just NPCs in his story. We're in his world. I mean, look at his it's life. It's true. Look, I mean, I have a little bit of a solipsist. I have a little bit of the main character. Look at his story. Yeah. It's like, you know, he, he's, he, you start the video game off, and of course you have access to all this, like, wealth and privilege and stuff. You don't Small loan of a million dollars. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, you know, and then he's a, you know, playboy, billionaire, celebrity, philanthropist, own, owns a building with his name in gold letters. Then he becomes the president. Yeah, he, like, woke up one day. It's him. Dude, it's hysterical. Hillary Clinton spent her whole life doing everything she could, employing every <laughs> every cynical political move possible to become the president. This guy wakes up one morning. He's like, you know what? I could be president. I'm going to try to be president. And then he beats her. And that's why she hates her. him so much. I know. Yeah, it's hysterical. Yeah. It's hysterical. I mean, in all, in all, in, in all honesty, though, Trump had been planning on running for a while. And he I had, should also – bought the bought the, the website and the name like years in advance. And that's I should also take say. it back to Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen kind of created the winning narrative. That's I remember true. Winning, yep. winning. What? And then all of a sudden Trump starts saying it. Winning. I'm winning. Uh, I blame Charlie Sheen for all this. What? Charlie. He's the main character. You said you, said you were too crazy there when you were talking about your Adonis blood and stuff like that. You went too crazy. But like how many people do you think really were taking Charlie Sheen's life advice there? Probably like 16,000. Probably six. That's oddly specific. Yeah. That is yeah, very specific. specific. Maybe Ian is the main. Character. It was like written into their code. <laughs> Sixteen. Ian's actually. This is, we're in the metaverse. And He's Ian debugging. is the only real time. player. I thought I was. I went through a psychosis phase in two thousand six, seven on YouTube. I was smoking a lot of weed, making videos, and watching myself. And I was like, I am. This is my reality. I'm creating this as I go. And things started to synergize. Like when you make a lot of YouTube videos, when you're online, and you're exposing your soul to people. Things do start to synergize for you. Like you start to blend in with reality. Becomes one thing. I, I had gone so far psycho that I didn't, I was unbalanced because you are the main character, but you're also part of a, a system where there's all these other main characters that are equally as powerful as you. It's called an MMO. MMO. Everybody Massive playing the game. multiplayer online game. Yeah. So when you play like World of Warcraft or whatever, you can see who the NPC is. You can see who the players are. So maybe. This, this is what I was saying uh, last week. 
there are some people who don't believe they have souls, you know, and they'll say things like just a wet robot. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I, I kind of feel like I have a soul. Like I've, yeah. I've had experiences. Maybe the reality is they just don't, you know? And, and so, but, but no, no, but you, you know, Seamus, you laugh, but like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. if it's it's i kind of was thinking like why should i assume someone has a soul if they're telling me they don't because i think because having, i do because because i think even though having a soul is a wonderful beautiful thing and it's very good we have them on some level when you really consider the responsibility it's a very frightening thing and it mm-hmm. might be easier to abdicate that responsibility may, and may, say i just don't have one i don't i don't freak out when i'm in world of warcraft and i'm talking to a shopkeeper to like sell a bunch of crap and repair my armor the consequences mm-hmm. aren't real though that's why yeah because you have that you can you have that Redo button. Exactly. Yeah. You don't, in real you don't, life, you don't, the shopkeeper you, 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 you might be you packing. You don't yeah. have a redo button in World of Warcraft. I mean, well, you, you, you can. You can turn off the game and turn it back on. No, you, no. Oh, you it, can't? Oh, okay. no. You can. You can, yeah. No, it's an MMO. But if you die, you just respawn. Oh, okay. there's no, you like, can't turn dead. the game okay. off and on. Yeah. Uh, what you, so it's all, in MMOs, it's all real time. If you sell your gear and you made a mistake, it's gone. Or you can, you can do a buyback. But, uh, when you die, your armor gets damaged and you respawn because the point of the game is so you keep playing. Okay. But, uh, yeah, you, you die. There's no reloading. There's no resetting. So my, my point isn't so much about turning the game on and off. My point is, in World of Warcraft, as someone who is actively playing the game, you know who the other players are. You can see them running around and doing stuff. You'll notice some of the characters running around just don't behave like human beings. And you can't even communicate with them effectively. And I start wondering about this. They call them NPCs for a reason. If I go to someone and say, hey, I, I feel a soul within me. I feel some something greater than me. It, it guides me. Do you? They say, no. I say, do you feel you have a soul? They say, no. Okay, maybe they don't. Like, I'll trust them, I guess. Why would I assume if they're not experiencing it, they have one? Well, if we're talking about people in the real world, I think if you had a soul and free will, by definition, that would give you the option to say that you don't. It's like if you... we were all required to say we had a soul, that That's we, we would lose our free wow. will. Whew. I'm just saying, I think it's projection. To be like, I've felt something within me, and I've experienced something, therefore other people must have as well. And if they can't, something must be wrong There's with them. There's something about clearing your mind and your that, that allows you access to your soul, I, I, I believe. Like, what, the amyloid plaque on the neurons in the brain causes Alzheimer's. It also diminishes your ability to feel, I, I think. So so, so let's, uh, let's wrap this up real quick. Sorry, but wrap it up with a, just a quick conspiracy theory. Uh-oh. Oh, yes. What if they say that uh, fluoride... What did they say? Calcifies the pineal gland? Yeah, or yeah. I heard it turns frogs gay too. Yeah, but no, no, that's atrazine. Yeah, it's atrazine. Oh. But they were hermaphroditic. Oh, okay. So the yeah. conspiracy theory would be what if powerful satanic or maybe, maybe it's not fair to say satanic, but uh, just evil were trying to cloud people's connections with the greater, you know, whatever it may be, whether you're religious or otherwise, whatever you think that is. What if there are people who genuinely can't see into it? Because they've been polluted or, you know, blocked in some way. I mean, I think what you're saying, the idea of evil for sure is a real thing. Like evil is out there just as good. No, but I mean, like some people have a greater connection to, mm-hmm. to, to the, right. the, the other realm or beyond the veil or whatever you want to call it. And some people don't. Why? Well, because of toxic chemicals or whatever. I'm obviously talking specifically about conspiracy theories. I'm not saying are true, but you know, uh, one thing we mentioned on the show before was just like, uh, DMT giving you this connection that people have these profound experiences and DMT is produced by your brain naturally. Yeah, what if that? What if what if there are people who are being inhibited from being able to to feel the greater power or whatever? Well, I mean, th- there's a really fascinating philosophical discussion there about just the effect that our hormones and our neurochemistry have on us, and it's been waging. We all agree that there are some people who behave more morally than others. That much is evident. 
And then the question becomes, how much of what this person did was their own agency? How much of this is a result of a a neurochemical imbalance or a mental illness? I tend to lean towards agency because I think we overpathologize and we sort of blame everything on the person's environment and don't really attribute responsibility to people anymore, which is unfortunate. But it's it is a very interesting conversation, and like on on a case by case basis, it, it can be difficult. Let's go to Super Chats. Yeah. If you haven't already, smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and head over to TimCast.com for our members-only show coming up at about 11 or so p.m. As a member, you're going to support our work, help our journalists keep doing their journalism on the ground reporting. We're eternally grateful for all of your uh, support in that matter. But uh, smash that like button. Let's see what we got. All right. Slain Hope says, have we all forgot that one of Joe Biden's first acts as president was killing six kids in a drone strike? Mm. Is that really what he did? Yeah. He, he so, messed yeah. up the Afghanistan at the end there. Oh. Remember they were trying they to re- get the, re- uh, came yeah, in. They, and they ended up getting a guy. I think he had water in his trunk. He was bringing water inside to his kids and then they had drone strike in this car. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I can't well, say I'm surprised. And this is, there were so many bleeding hearts who were going, we have to get rid of Trump. He's so terrible. Look how bad he is. Look how horrible he is on issues of, of human life. It's like, dude, Joe Biden's worse on all of those. He's worse on every single one of them. And he has been consistently. Did consistently. you know Joe Biden got elected to the U.S. Senate at the age of 29? Mm. He was 29. Wow. 29. Life, yep. Man. He's been there his entire life. All right. Liam O'Brien says. So we, he's done nothing productive. So. Yeah, exactly. We Except we love you, kids. took Ian. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe typo. Two. We love you too, Ian. Oh, okay. We love you, too. I love you. Uh, good oh, yeah. to see a fellow Irishman on the show so often. Thank you, Tim, for opening my eyes and turning me into a small L libertarian. Oh. Hey, there you go. I'm what they call a plastic patty, you know? <laughs> Wasn't born in Ireland. Other people... Look, I didn't, co- I didn't come in here guns blazing. Going, I'm a little Irish leprechaun. What's, I have a pot of gold. A fan awesome. sent it because you all make fun of me <laughs> no. for my name no. and my ethnic identity. <laughs> you well do. Done. No, no, you guys do. You're always going, like, I'm Irish. I'm Irish. Every we're like, bro, you're from Chicago. Every <laughs> single time... I do anything wrong or I say something offensive on the podcast and the SPLC or Daily Beast write an article. Tim goes, he's Irish. He has, he's internalized his Irishness. It's, you have to. Why did Seamus say those offensive things? Well, you know, the inhumanity we've seen in this world. He's, he's Irish, so he feels it. When people don't know this, but Seamus's actual uh, dialect is a Chicago accent. Actually, here. it is the way I really talk. All right, we're talking about Seamus this. talks about garage doors Big and old fan of the bears. Spent, spent most spent the vast majority of my life in in the suburbs out there, but uh, you know, I'll I'll steal the street cred from you, Tim. <laughs> you know, people used to actually talk like that, and then it was uh, cable TV that got rid of it all. Oh. Yeah, every in every area. I mean, that's yeah. ba- basically how my it's uncles talk. My parents have a little bit of it. When I was a little kid, I had a little bit of it. Um, I, it's yeah. I was Northeast Ohio. I went out to New York to start acting, and I, I actively dispersed my my accent. I guess I started to talk like TV, like where miss, there is yeah. no accent, kind of or whatever. Yeah, I, I I was looking at like some of the first cartoons I ever did when I still lived, probably like fifteen minutes outside Chicago, and there were just like certain words I pronounced differently. Oh, and yeah. it's funny because you don't notice changing your pronunciation. You I, don't. Yes, so you're saying, talk right. about that, that cat. That cat. Ohio. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like democracy. and yeah. Well, to, to, Look at to, that. to get the Chicago A, you don't say ah, you say e-ah. Yeah. 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 It's like a, it's like a Y. Yeah. Apple. It also depends on the part, too, because in different parts of the city, people do sound a little bit different. And it's crazy because when you live there, you don't hear it from other people. No. Like to you, everything just sounds normal. No. Yeah. And then other people will be like, e-apple. And you'll be like, yep, huh? yep. and then you'll be like, when people really accentuate it, like, you're like, who talks like that? The fun, the Go one, down to the Apple store. The one thing do. that always got me, though, is that people made up that Chicagoans say Chicago, 
And it's like a meme. Mm-hmm. But nobody says in Chicago, because it's an ah sound, not an ass sound. Mm-hmm. Oh. I understand if it was Chicago, people would say Chicago. But literally no one does that. And it's the weirdest thing when people are like, oh, you're from Chicago? Well, and I'm like, bro, that, no one says that. It's funny because the people... They say Yapple and well, TXC. That's the thing. <laughs> with The people with the thickest Chicago accents say like Chicago. They actually don't it's almost overdo like a the A in yeah. Chicago. Chicago. They, say, they say like Chicago. The people I know with the thickest accent is about their lives in the city like actually pronounce the word Chicago it's without an ah. the accent. It's a weird thing. Yeah. But outside of Chicago, everyone thinks they say Chicago. Chicago. You ever do that thing where you Chicago. say a word like... 10 or 20 times in a row and it starts to sound really we like, weird. What, yeah. what am I, yeah. sound am I making? That's called yeah. semantic satiation. Dropping the grenade. Let's read I some more. I love this thing. It's great. Remy says, Tim, you should have answered in your Fauci voice. It would have been hilarious. Yeah, yeah come on. I'll do man. that next time. Yeah. Hello. The, ne- the next time the CDC calls. Are you wearing your mask? <laughs> you better be wearing two masks. Otherwise, the droplets will get all over your grandmother. All right, where were we? Right, right lines says CDC is calling to see if you're home so they can SWAT you later. Oh gosh. Yeah, we got SWATed again. I heard that. Yeah, seven times. Part, se- part seven of the times. business. Wow. I imagine that these entertainment industries, once it gets to a certain size, it's just like 10 a day. And you just have it go right to law enforcement. You have law enforcement on premises, so it's all handled without you having to deal with it. It's wild. It's crazy. You know, someone mentioned this to me. They said, they asked me why it wasn't big news. I can't remember who asked me this. And I was like, I was like, I'm not sure. What, what do you mean? They were like, well, it's like, you know, you have one of the biggest podcasts and you've been swatted seven times in three, in, in like two and a half months. Wouldn't that be a big story to these like journalists who are constantly talking about the dangers of media? Like Andy No got attacked, mm-hmm. you know, it was bad. And even CNN covered it. We had the bomb squad show up here. We had, uh, we were swatted with the cop walking past the camera. And it's happened seven times. And like, nope. You know, it's really weird. We are. Uh, some, there's something really weird about me in this show mm-hmm. that there like is. we're under the radar for whatever reason. The show's big enough, but nobody cares to talk about it. I think it's a good thing, I guess. But yeah. I think it's also because you have three channels. And so I think you're someone people will talk about. But because you do three different shows every day, it's like it's difficult to pinpoint the one that people are going to say you're known for. Well, the interesting thing is I've noticed there are a lot of people who don't watch, don't know they all exist. Like mm-hmm. there are people who watch this show who don't know that I have a morning show. Yeah. And that I have two other YouTube channels over a million subscribers. So I've noticed when people are smack talking me, they'll say something like, oh yeah, he does this like, you know, he does these videos like this. And people will be like, no, he does like a podcast with people. And they're like, no, he doesn't. What are you talking about? Mandela effect, bro. They're like, yeah. I came from the universe where Tim Pool just does vlogs. He's like, I came from the universe where he does a podcast. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I should just get rid of half the shows. Because I will say there's a diminishing return. Your shows are cool, though. They're good to listen to because it's pretty quick and you give, like, good news. Talk about some interesting stuff. The, the interesting thing is on weekends, the clips from IRL get way more views because people who know, who watch all of the shows yeah. don't have anything else to watch. They enjoy them. So that means the harder I work, the less money I end up making. You know? So it's actually like... Mm, I'm trying to get whatever. you to... I'm trying to get Tim to write music with me during the day. But that would entail him, like... Maybe Can't do it. Got to, I work. I you know work basically like I wake up at seven. Teach the humans. Immediately start reading the news, and then I work typically until around three is when I finish the morning show stuff, like three thirty ish. Then I exercise, eat food, and then we get ready for this show. Some days I get lucky enough to go to the bank. Oh, exciting! Lucky. All Good right. Pine and then he rubs his ca- stacks of cash all over his face. <laughs> yes. exactly what he does. Yeah. yeah. While playing that song, celebrate. Oh yeah. Pine Tree Squad <laughs> says I haven't had a good laugh during Timcast IRL in a while. Between the commentary on CDC calling and all the rest of the good laughs are doing me good. Stay safe, everyone. Much love from Pine Tree Squad. 
Nice. This is well, a very fun episode, I yeah. will say. We'll, very we'll, we'll, tone this we'll time. make sure we have the CDC call more often. Yeah. yeah. That was funny. My phone rang and I was just kind of like, I gotta get they keep this. calling me. Yeah. And there's, it's the CDC. For all I know, they're going to be like, you know, say something crazy. Say you need to pay them in Apple gift cards. That's yeah. the way to do it, though. I mean, what if they'll be hilarious? <laughs> yeah. You let them know that they're being recorded and if they're okay with that. That's the way. If you ever want to put someone on video, that's you got to do that. I think legally oh, yeah. you got to do that so they wouldn't, know. Wouldn't, wouldn't it have been funny if, like, it's the, I answer the phone. It's like, hello, this is Dr. <laughs> Anthony Fauci. I heard you say I am, my car broke down and I need you to send me a Walmart gift card. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that sounds true. Yeah, Where do I send it? <laughs> Just uh, take a picture and send it. You need to get <laughs> Apple gift cards from your local Walmart <laughs> and send them to me. <laughs> Could you imagine if, if uh, Seamus, if you were, if you actually were, you know, were able to pull that off? Call people pretending to be call. You know what you should do? You should legit call someone with like a, a different number and tell them you're Jordan, like someone you know, and tell them you're Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Yeah. It's Jordan Peterson. Listen to me. If you want to embody the archetypal hero, you need to go to Walmart and get some iTunes gift cards. You need to send them to me. You have to scratch the label off the back yeah. and tell me the codes immediately. <laughs> Listen, your computer has a virus. I'm trying to fix it. You owe the IRS $10,000. I'm Just trying like, to help. Wait, 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 wait. Do, do Ben Shapiro calling to, to inform you about your, ex, your car's extended warranty. Okay, like, I'm trying to call you reaching your car's extended warranty. How are you doing today, sir? What? I'm not playing that game. Oh, well, I, 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 so I'm supposed to do this by myself? Yeah. Well, my okay, I'm trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. Okay, did you know that you're, you're, here's the thing. I hang up on them immediately, so I don't even know what they say. <laughs> I know what Ben Shapiro would say. Like, look, like, if you, if, if you want your car to last a long time, you have to buy a decent warranty for it because these things fall apart, folks. We don't make things in America anymore like we used to. Okay, gang. Okay, gang. That's true. Uh, honestly, gang. Jordan, warranty, okay? Jordan, Jordan That's Peterson. Scary. Tell yeah, one of the best. That's the best. It's like, look, man, you have to, you have to get the, and frankly, if you could grab some Applebee's gift cards as well, yeah. we're pretty hungry here. The IRS. We have to help me stop the cultural Marxists. Send me $75 iTunes gift cards immediately. Wait, can, we, can we like prank call Dave Rubin doing that? Dave, oh my God. Dude, he'd pick up and be like, he'd be like, I agree. <laughs> Like, you have to send these Walmart gift cards to the radical Marxists are going to take over. Like, I, Yo, I, hey, 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 hold on. We should legit prank call somebody. That would like, be so who, Like, just find some prominent podcast or numbers I have and we'll film it for the vlog. So They'll be like, who is this? It's Jordan Peterson. Jordan, why are you calling me? I need gift cards. <laughs> send them to me now. Listen, listen, listen. Brett Weinstein. Your computer has a virus. I'm trying to get it off your computer. You need to let me help you. Oh Just install this program. Install this. Give me your password. <laughs> we we accidentally put ten thousand dollars in your bank account. We need you to send it back to us. Here's the screenshot. What, what other? What other? <laughs> Jordan oh Peterson calling to say his car broke down and yeah. he needs you to send him money. I've just been doiling random numbers in my phone <laughs> trying to find a good Samaritan. Somebody please. You know how gas prices are right now. They'll only, gas is getting so expensive. They'll only accept iTunes gift cards. Oh Actually, you know, you know, it would be good. You know what we'll do? Like legit, let's totally do this, but you can call as the intellectual dark web. And do Dave Rubin, Ben Shapiro, and Jordan Peterson all trying to convince someone that they're all there at the same time? Listen, you absolutely have to buy these gift cards. All right, okay, gang, we we are actually going to starve to death out here. Yep, I agree. Our safety's at risk. Okay, our safety's at risk. All right, let's read some more. Let's read some more. 
Awake, as Dawn says, Arizona governor signed multiple bills. One, abortion after 15 weeks is illegal. Two, proof of citizenship to, to vote. Ooh. And three, prevent youth from trans surgery and part- participation of trans women in women's sports. Kind of feels like uh, Arizona is going to turn dark red yeah. in this uh, upcoming Let's election. Go. What do you think it's going to do for cinema? I don't know. I think people actually kind of like her. The left hates her. Yep. You know, she, she's pushed back on Democrats a lot or enough. And maybe, I don't know, maybe she might have to change to be a Republican. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's like basically turning into uh, the, the version of, uh, what the hell's it, guys? West Virginia. Manchin. Manchin, thank you. Joe Manchin. I was going to say King. Like, someone, right. someone said call CNN, please. <laughs> yeah. Like, Call Brian Stelter. I wonder. I mean, I've got a bunch of phone numbers. I have a like. Let's I got a bunch of people. We'll call them. We're gonna raid we'll, be, we'll, we'll do a prank. I have like a journalists from the Atlantic. Oh, sweet. I've got uh, oh gosh, uh, vi- a ton of vice journalists. <laughs> I think I have. Uh, I've got like high up vice people. Obviously, uh, ABC News people. Who else do I got? MSNBC. Famous comedians. Let's do oh, it. Yeah. They would know we were pranking them. You know, yeah. you can't do the but they, they'd probably just laugh and go along with it or something. Like, yeah, that's true. You should call Ryan Long. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, now he's going to being... know. Let him know they're being recorded before you start talking in Peterson's voice. Yeah. Like, I love listen, you, I'm recording you all right. <laughs> but this is, this is very important. It's, it's, I record everything I do in case I want it to be a lecture. If I upload this to YouTube, it'll get like 800,000 views. All right. People like me. not wrong. And then he can tell everyone on YouTube to make, to give him his uh, his yeah, gift cards gift and scratch card, yeah. the back off and give me the number. <laughs> Tim, oh my gosh, please read the there was one right up there the 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 five dollar one from this one? football. No, a little a little higher. It was this. It might be gone forever. It might oh, be no, gone forever. They no, said my cartoon inspired them to change their name. Whoa, really? Oh, where was that? Yeah, cool. yeah. Oh man, I think it's gone. I think oh, it's gone crushed. forever. It's awesome. Is it, his name was Mufootball, which is a line from my recent video. You guys need to check it out. Oh, yeah. It's a very important see video. It. I guess it's gone forever. Oh, I'm sad. Thank uh, you, Mufootball. I guess we lost it. Oh. It's yeah. a, well, thank you, Mufootball. I want to thank you. Oh, no. You. It, it, maybe you were just seeing the – these are the older Super Chats. So maybe, maybe it's just reason. down. It's down oh, further. Yeah, no, it's probably down further. But I want to thank you, Mufootball. Question mark, question mark. <laughs> All right, question Bruce. Mark. And I want to ask you guys to watch that video so you get the joke. Okay. Freedom okay. Tunes. Go Bruce there. says, stop trying to take DeSantis from us in Florida, vagrants. You can exactly. have Trump. Nah, you we, have Trump. We, we all deserve DeSantis. We do. Hold on. Do you think we deserve no, DeSantis? I don't, do. I don't think we deserve. I think he's great. I think we want him. Do we deserve him? I what, don't know, what, man. What, what, do you, what do you mean by that? I don't think we. Just I was just kidding, enough. being like, you can't have him, you know. No, 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 no. Here's the thing: you're Trying not going to keep him You're yourself. not going to win DeSantis over by taking him for granted, Tim. Oh, is that it? But no, actually. Yeah. Do you, so we're is gonna, DeSantis gonna... the kind of guy you play hard to get with? Is no, the question? Like a politician. <laughs> I don't want to be president. <laughs> it's like we don't even don't want you as president. Stay in Florida, dude. Who cares? Yeah. And he's going to be like, you know what? I love that. I'm, I'm going to run president. for president even harder. Yeah. He's done a great job. Like, there I anyway. feel like that would have worked for Trump. Exactly. Yeah. Trump would be like, well, you know what? Maybe I will be president. Maybe I will. Yeah, yeah, when you're president, they and let you, you won't, you won't be. Yeah. When you're president, they let you do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yep. pass executive orders. So, so I hear. Grab him by the executive order. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, let's read some more. Let's read some more. Let's see. Kyle Buchanan says a small population state does the same thing Florida does years before. No one cares. Florida says we are doing the same thing twenty other states have have. Then all the progressives freak out. It's interesting. They're a big state. They are. You timing know. too. It's a lot about the timing. Here we go. Cornelius Buttknuckle says oh. Trump and DeSantis need to squash whatever petty beef they have and commit to being running mates yeah. if either, either of them gets the Republican presidential nomination. Because either way, a Trump-DeSantis ticket would absolutely crush. That's true, man. If Pence is out and good riddance, 
Trump DeSantis would be pretty powerful. Yeah, that'd be great. but I feel like they're both eight listers. Yep. Yeah, they are. That's the problem. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. So who? But who? What VP could Trump get without? You know, Pence was bad enough the first time. You'd have to get someone so, like popular. Uh, what's think. her name from South Dakota? Oh no! Well, but I, I, that, I think I think it's just a question of them running together in the primaries, right? And whoever gets the nomination chooses the other to be their running mate. I'm not saying it would be that straightforward. You know, I'm I'm sure they would uh, have a little bit of difficulty there because that hasn't happened though in GOP history. It used to in be the wild. Yeah, it used to be the way it worked. Well, the let's, top let's, two candidates. I'm going were, back to the like. Well, not just necessarily the top two. Dick Cheney but, didn't run for president in 2000, did he? No. no. Well, no. no so you had George Bush. It can happen though. McCain. Yeah. Romney and Trump, all four Republicans ran not with somebody who was also in the primaries. Yeah, I guess I guess my point is that if he were to, I mean, it's a question of which who should be the president, who should be the vice president. I think you just let the primary sort that out. And all right, let's read some more. We got smoke rings and Sada says, Tim, please make a tea of cast castle animation. Ian being sniffed by anime Joe Biden. <laughs> Natero from HXH would be perfect. So if uh, if Kent is watching, you can make an animation of Joe Biden sneaking up oh, on Ian. Finally, you're like, I'm a I'm a dude. I know. <laughs> oh, I know, man. Okay, just so you know. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I know. All right, let's grab some. Uh, uh... Birthday freak says now the U.S. Army has debuted a cute VTuber in order to recruit basement dwellers and Naruto runners across the country. Oh, Semper waifu. <laughs> Naruto runners. I think it's funny that there are people who actually would, would like do that. You know? Would run like that? No, oh, yeah, you there were kids in gym class, bro, yeah. who would like run around the field house. Like, wasn't like, that a joke about Area Fifty One like two years ago? Yeah, there was Naruto runners. So and then what happened? All of this stuff. Yeah. They kept oh, oh yeah. my god. Latin out. says, "Tim, I'm in the army, and the problem I'm finding isn't that people don't want to fight." It's that they don't want to die for these people and their crazy ideas and worldview. Yep. yep. I want I everybody Who's listening gonna... right now who is in the Army, the Marines, the Navy, the Air Force, Space Force, whatever it is. When you are uh, – if, if I don't know if you'll, you, any of you will actually see combat for whatever reason. But when you are, I want you to remember what you're fighting for. Picture Kamala Harris in your mind, mm. smiling and laughing. <laughs> and you will find the inspiration to never give up. These or, people hate you. Or you will just give up. Yeah, yeah. you will 100%. Well, that's awesome. I mean, that's what I was saying earlier. It, the, the people who enlist in the army know that these people like hate them. And the people who would ordinarily list in the army know we're gonna, these people hate them. We're going to do it. Mason Barnett says, I think your idea of a truthies ceremony would be a good thing. What better way to build good culture than promoting good, truthful news and journalism? Yes. What should we do? A hundred grand to the Truthy Awards? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, Tim, I've been real honest lately, bro. I've been real honest lately. So what we could do is. I nominate Seamus. We could do, we could do like five (laughs) categories. We could do five categories like truth and, truth and news, truth and sports, truth and entertainment, truth and political cartoons, truth and politics, truth and freedom tunes episodes. Yeah. Yes. One whole category just truth and freedom tunes. You always win. No, but think about yeah. it. Truth in politics. Yeah. So out of the three politicians who are good, you know, will be like this person's consistently. Been, Massey, it ran Paul. Yeah. yeah. And then um, for journalism, obviously, for, for you know, arts and entertainment, be video games and movies. And then we say, you know, like your, your honesty and your, your approach, $10,000 plus a, an award and a ceremony. We could do that. Yeah, it'd be fun. You have to make sure they're really honest. Here's what you no, have, to have, you have to do. You have to do like panel. A, yeah, you have yeah. to do a golden ticket type thing where these the people you're thinking of nominating win a trip to your studio, and then you try to pull a Willy Wonka and get them to break the rules ro- along the way, and whoever doesn't gets the truthy. Boom. Oh, interesting. I think what we would do is we'd have a, a nominating board of prominent individuals 
who are, you know, trusted. And then they would determine who they think is doing a good job in these spaces. You'd probably have to have someone who. I'll nominate you. We'll just have Seamus pretend to be all of them. Nominate- <laughs> Listen, I'll nominate you for this truth seeking award, but you have to send me your iTunes gift cards. Oh Go God. to Walmart immediately. Can, can we get Jordan Peterson, uh, uh, scamming people into smashing the like button? All right. Listen, I am with the bank and we accidentally put $10,000 in your account that didn't belong though. Now we're, we're willing to let you keep it if you just smash the like button. It's the least you could do. We're out $10,000 on your account. Perfect. There we go. All right. Jay Carr says the truthy awards is a winning idea on many levels. It will encompass and represent everything the, the independents do and, uh, and emancipate the stelters of the world. <laughs> I don't like oh, the yeah. name Truthy though. Maybe we could find it. It was a joke now. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I like, we'll, we'll call it. We the, should call it Truther. Call them the yeah, Truther Awards. Yeah. <laughs> we can call it maybe like the Ian Awards. Uh, Darius <laughs> says, yeah, I wouldn't join or in my case under this insanity either. I did my eight and a half years. I'm good. Mm, yeah. Kind of sad to hear it though, you yeah, know? It's really sad. Yep. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Sagar and Jetty today said, folks who want war won't have kids in it. Wars last longer than we think, and we forget about all the battles and people we lost. Yeah, yeah. World War Two is a holdover from World War One. Many people say it was just the same war. Yep. Mm-hmm. Should we should we should we bring back the soundboard and we'll get Seamus to do like uh, a Jordan Peterson <laughs> smash the like button, a Ben Shapiro smash that like button, and a Ben Shapiro smash the like button. We're gonna have to think about. It. I mean, look, if you do more Fauci for me, but you said you're holding out on me until <laughs> I get you those Fauci's union rates. Gone. It's like, I can't afford that. Rates. Well, that was the last two two bits that I did with you on Freedom Tunes. Was that Fauci is gone? He's like, he's been dumped. But uh, so I'm actually working really hard. Uh, if you guys want to donate on Patreon, we're working really hard to bioengineer a virus so that Fauci will come back and we yeah. can do more cartoons about him. Oh, I think so Patreon.com slash Freedom Tunes. I've been talking to EcoHealth Alliance, you know, just like, I, I, I need this collab. job, man. Yeah. You know, like yeah. all, everything we do here is funded by my, my, uh, my, my residuals off of these Freedom Tunes. true. Voiceover bits I have. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. We need, yeah. Seriously, JK says, greatest advice to come out of the 80s, don't fall victim to one of the classic blunders, the most famous being never get involved in a land war in Asia. Correct. That's true. Surprise Mechanic says, speaking of Hassan, I found out today that I work with his brother, Marat. It's funny that Hassan spends all day bashing American hegemony, but when his brother works for the DOD. Mm, Interesting. Yep. Silly White Boy says, Jenk from the Young Turks is debating Patrick Bet David live on PBD podcast tomorrow at 9 a.m. Tim, get PBD. He's the most underrated voices in politics today. I'm surprised Jenk's doing it. I've invited him on numerous times politely, and he's always just doubled down, smack talking me. Like the first time I invited him, I was like, hey, Jenk, you know, would love to have you on talk about this stuff. And then he's just like, ignores it. See him in person. He screams at me. <laughs> yeah, that, that happened. I was at Politicon. Nice, yeah. and he started screaming at me. I'm like, why are you yelling at me? Like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> That's cool. He's going on. <laughs> it's Steve Carell in Anchorman. I don't know what we're yelling about. Exactly. I, I, I'm really glad they're doing that debate. I want to watch that. That's cool. Or talk or whatever they're doing. I'm glad. I want to get Chank more involved. I don't like seeing him angry. Here's what I think. I think anybody who rejects a a chance at a conversation is 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 not a legitimate personality, right? So there's there's a lot of prominent left wing personalities, high high profile, that I think are just total grifters. Yeah. Now they like to accuse Tucker Carlson or me or you know us here. 
But we invite these people on all the time, and they always play dirty games. Well, I will only come on digitally. Yeah, yeah, right. We saw what happened with Crowder, dude. You guys aren't mm-hmm. serious. It's not. It's not a serious question. Even, also, it's literally called Timcast IRL yeah, because people don't. For, that's the whole point of the show <laughs> is that we don't do digital guests. Yes. And it, it just doesn't work. It doesn't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, you went on Ben Shapiro's show over the internet," and I was like. We we filmed it and then took the memory card and delivered it three hours away to a data uplink center because we didn't have internet. And I'm like, that was his show, not mine. Mm -hmm. Like, I've also gone on Megyn Kelly from here. Right. You know? But that's different. I also don't really go on other people's shows in the past few years either. But we've invited so many of these people, they won't do it. Vosh will do it. You know? Mm -hmm. The only ones that will. Yep. One of the the few who will. Destiny. uh, I I have tremendous respect for Destiny for coming on because he kind of just... I think he genuinely believes what he believes, for sure. I just really disagree with, you know, his his opinions on policy and stuff. Yeah. But uh, he definitely stands by, you know, what he says. And I think he he's he's you know he's he'll he'll correct himself. He defe- he 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 called out Kyle Rittenhouse properly. Self defense. Mm-hmm. He got banned over That's it. True. What did he recently get banned for? I don't remember. Some of Lauren Southern. They were oh, working he together. Was, he was he was debating her or something, right? Um, yeah. Lauren posted about it. I yeah, Twitch is dumb. If you're on Twitch, man, I don't it's know. Amazon owns it. All right, Marcus Casey says, Tim, Army veteran here, resigned as captain in 2018 when I saw the toxic leadership mirrored in attitude of lower enlisted. Us mid-tier leaders would never condone it, but glad to be out seeing the pathetic culture now. Man, that's really sad. I know, because we need people like you in the military. That is really sad that it's come to this. Yeah. There was one, uh, let me see, there's a super chat I'm trying to find. Doug Hansen says, Ian, reservist combat engineer here. We enlist for lots of reasons. It isn't dumb. It's a pro versus con decision Many person made person by person. Your elitism is close to DNC levels. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to uh, imply that it was dumb. I didn't say that either. I, I, so it's not for everyone. And my dad was clear with me that if I wanted to be creative and do a creative life and have a creative career that I should not join. It had nothing to do with people being dumb. It's an important job. It's Defense is, is massively important. There's a super chat I'm looking for specifically. I can't find it. Oh, well. Maybe it got deleted. Mm. It was specifically one person saying, Tim never reads my super chats. And I'm like, I'm no. going to find that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's rough. Well, I'm trying to find it, but it's Ironic. gone. Ironic. It's gone. That sucks. Maybe it's down here at the bottom. Yeah, we're going all the way to the bottom. Let's go to the bottom. See, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just gone. We'll see if we can find it. We're really looking. Sorry. All right. We'll just, we'll keep reading until we see where we go. Oh, here we go. I see it. We'll read it next. By the way, I wanted to mention, cause <clears throat> Ian, I, I just want to clear the record because you, you mentioned the thing about Lauren Southern. I think this is one article I have pulled up on PC Gamer in which Dest, it says Destiny said in a Reddit post that he thinks the ban was imposed because of his stance that quote unquote trans women shouldn't compete with cis women in women's athletics. That's what he believes. I'm not sure we what should, Twitch said. We should have him back on. Actually, um, I wonder if we can pull him uh, last minute for you know conversation with someone from the Daily Wire or something like oh, that. Oh, that'd be yeah. fun, yeah. Yeah. All right, Mad Panda says I want Timcast to start doing a weekly prepping episode covering best firearms for home defense, how to store food, the fundamentals of growing food, raising chickens or fowl for protein, the basics. I'm pretty sure we could actually do that. Um, be fun, because man. we've had uh, uh, Steve from Fortitude Ranch on a couple times. Love Steve. And so I don't know if he's the guy to do it, but we could probably find someone who could go over all these basic all these basic things. It would be excellent advertising, obviously, for them and what they're setting up, and it would be a cool show. All right, here we go. Brian Grinch. I did not miss you. He says, lost count of how many unread super chats I've had. I wish Tim was nicer to Ian, but I also wish Ian said smarter things. <laughs> Tim, look into tactical response in Tennessee. Best gun school in the world. 
building culture and saving lives. Cool beans. It's, uh, it's an act, you guys. I know it's confusing because it seems no. real, but we're on TV right now. <laughs> They're good pals. You, you, you say that, Ian. <laughs> you got to watch the after show if you want to see how it really really gets. No, nah, I mean, there's... Ian doesn't know. even like graphene. The only place that Tim and I... Yeah, Ian's got a... He's actually British. He's like, yeah. I like oil. I really like oil. And the Federal Reserve's great. Yep, yep. Hate I'm a big fan of As soon as the show Federal ends, Reserve he puts his hair back and he puts London. on a suit jacket and a tie. <laughs> and he's like, oof, I'm going to go call, the, to my day, call Ben Bernanke and tell him how much I loved his work. <laughs> he goes back to the Presbyterian Church he's an elder at. He's a day trader, yeah. <laughs> the day stuff. trader. <laughs> I, it's an act insofar as it's 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 censored. What we're doing we right go. now, it's it's a TV show. Danny O six six says Marjorie Taylor Greene did a Fox News interview from the Timcast IRL studio a few right. months back. That's right, it was January fifth, and you could see the 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 Timcast behind amazing. her. It was great. Someone says Ted Nugent. Yes, that he's would be awesome. Great. He's so cool. Yeah. Love to. All right, we'll grab one more. Here we go. Brian Knowles says got an email today from the U.S. Army. They're offering up to to a $50,000 bonus for joining right now. You're on point. Decoy oh. Voice was saying the same thing. They're like, we'll also give Said. you another mom. Yeah. <laughs> we want to make sure. These are, these are signing we'll give you four moms. Four get two moms. <laughs> <laughs> Just please, please enlist. The Russians are coming. All right, everybody, if you haven't already, <laughs> smash the like button. Do it for Jordan Peterson because he... Smash the like button, man. Embody the archetypal hero. We accidentally put too much money in your bank account. Give me the iTunes gift cards. <laughs> and uh, you can uh, go to TimCast.com, become a member uh, uh, to watch our members-only show, and uh, do it for Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Do it for me. Become the archetypal hero. And sign up at TimCast.com. And sign up at FreedomTunes.com. <laughs> it's a wonderful website. Oh, my. All right. You can follow the show at TimCast.IRL. You can follow me at TimCast. Brian, you want to shout anything out? Absolutely. Uh, two things. Good guests of the show. I know you guys are friends. Lily Tang Williams. I just had oh, her on my show. She's oh, phenomenal. She's amazing. She's yes. running for Congress she's in New right. Hampshire right now. She, she owes me iTunes gift card. Well, <laughs> she, well, she's looking for 10K right now in fundraising. Today's the last <laughs> day of, her uh, gift go of the Walmart right now. Get the gift cards. I think you got to make a cartoon. I think I might have to do Jordan Peterson solicits. <laughs> Number two, uh, he's calling like Dave Rubin and Ben Shapiro trying to get gift cards. Oh because the, the actual IRS, grifter. no, no, actual grifter. No, no, no. The IRS calls Jordan Peterson and they're like, "We need these iTunes gift cards." He's like, "Oh no, oh no!" So he's calling his friends like, "Can you give me an iTunes gift card?" You should, you should make it that Jordan Peterson's an actual grifter, and so he calls his fans and gets them to send him iTunes gift cards. We are libertarians.com. Um, we have Sorry. lots. Of, no, you're good. We have like 13 or so shows, uh, shows, and then my show, BrianNicholsShow.com. Uh, what we do is we focus on winning converts, not arguments. So we take, I take the approach of sales and marketing that I use in the business uh, world, and I bring it to the world of politics. So you want to get better at talking about the ideas that we all talk about every single day, but I actually want to get people to say, hey, tell me more. I want to learn a little bit more and make this actually happen. BrianNicholsShow.com. Right on. Cool. Well, um, so if you have iTunes gift cards, send them out. <laughs> I was like, this is right on the line of the joke being dead. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure if I should go in on it. That's what, so I wanted, you did. that's what I want to promote right now. Uh, so I have a YouTube channel called Freedom Tunes. We upload a new cartoon every single week, sometimes twice a week. That's unheard of in this current era with the way that YouTube treats animation. So go check it out. Support the few remaining animators, few remaining cartoonists on YouTube. Check it out. Freedom Tunes, we released a cartoon today, which was absolutely hysterical. You'll all love it. It's about men competing in women's sports and like this very milk toast response we get from a lot of establishment conservatives about it. Go watch. Please, I love you. 
I love you too, Seamus. Thank you for telling everyone that you love them too. Yeah, that was course. very nice of you. Yeah. I wanted to point out, really emphasize what you said about Lily Tang Williams. She's running for governor. Uh, no, Congress. Congress yeah. in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. People can donate to her campaign. And yes, she's and today's the last day of the quarter fundraising. She's 10K behind where she wants to be. So oh, okay. go. And, and what is it? What's her website? Do you know offhand? <sighs> Lily for Congress. I believe that. She's an incredible com. human being. She is she's amazing. amazing, dude. I love her. She's she was on the podcast. I was like, all right. This person's fantastic. A lot of great guests on the podcast. But Dragon Breathe Lily Fire. LilyTangWilliams.com. Yeah, and by okay. the way, if you and, and like, I know folks have seen her in the program, but like her story is incredible. It is. Oh, like, oh my, it's terrifying too. Yeah. Like growing up in Mao's China is, it, it's such a different world, which we need to hear that story today. Because I think I just, it's, it's a story we're not hearing. Agreed. And there's something so refreshing about a person who has a spine. You know what I yes. mean? Like yes. and, and the fact that woman really has a strong backbone. Ooh, I love her. Yeah. Uh, I want to point out too a research study. This is from WebMD about the calcification of the pineal gland. A research study done in the '90s found high concentrations of fluoride in the pineal glands of study participants. Fluoride from water and pesticides accumulate in the pineal gland more than in any other part of the body. Wow. After accumulation, they form crystals, creating a hard shell called calcification. So how can I get these? This how how can I get these particles, this fluoride, out of my pineal gland? How to defout? Calcify the pineal gland. I, I would advise searching up on the internet and looking into it. I think bre- breath work can do Honestly, it. I don't. You're going to find some weird stuff. I don't, I don't know. I was doing a yeah. Wim Hof breathing method. He has yeah. beginner classes and stuff Is on the internet. Is this a real thing? I was being facetious. Yeah, Wim Hof. Oh, yeah. You can decalcify. You can do things to help decalcify your okay. pineal gland. Theoretically, I think. I've never actually like yeah. looked at it under a microscope mm. and seen it in real time or anything. But the, the breathing methods really, really helped. <laughs> um, I think also there are uh, you know endogenous ways to produce DMT and things like that. Breathing, stretching. Uh, food, wow. certain foods could probably bring it out of you. Cool Thanks, guys. Have an amazing evening, and uh, hopefully maybe see you later on the after show. Absolutely. Come join us on the after show. Go become members at TimCast.com. You guys may follow me on Twitter and Minds.com at SourPatchLids. I also have SourPatchLids.me. And I'm going to throw I'm just, uh, I'm trying He's to, scrolling Tim is, scrolling. I'm making a, researching. <coughs> no, I'm making a maximum contribution to Lily Tang. Oh, heck yes. Yeah, do it with Tim. It's yes. amazing. Yes. Go yes. in on it. Yes. Go so you went, you went to, to Walmart. For like, sure. Yeah. Tim's been to Walmart, if you know what I mean. He got the cards. In all quotes. Yeah. There we go. Cards, I just yeah. did a, I did a, I did a maximum yeah. contribution. What's maximum? Is that, can you say that out loud? It'll be in the public record. You got it, baby. Yeah, it's a separate Tim Pool, ladies and gentlemen. All right, everybody, head over to TimCast.com, become a member because we're going to see you all about 11 p.m. Thanks for hanging out.